0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hey, good afternoon,
2: everybody. It's six o'clock. I mean, time for an all-new Southern Sports Central, P.N. style. That's right. We're coming at you all the way into the national championship, and we will all that himself a little later this evening. But it is now, of course, uh, the new time slate. I'm Richie Albright, alongside Will Porters. we're going to come at around six o'clock to eight o'clock uh, for the remainder part of the next six months. We're going to do this, and then in six months, we'll go back to the morning shows uh, as we get you ready for uh, the new season. But yeah. We Got to get through college football, of course. Uh, you can join us throughout today's show live right here on Southern Sports Central. The number to call in—it's easy. Here's the number: three two three seven eight four nine six eight one. Again, the number to call in is three two three seven eight four nine six eight one. That's the easiest way to get in here with us, talk to us about which degree we'll be running in Victory Lane, coming after four quarters or semester football or whatever's done. As tonight is finally. The night that they will put everything to the so headlines, the people that say this and all the people that say that, it's all going to come to the best and they'll get the winners and the losers, and we'll have all this recapped again tomorrow, but today, oh, today we're going to have Matt Sims come in here all the way from uh, New Orleans, that's right, he's going to come all the way from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, he's going to check in uh, live on location as he will, of course, hang out with us uh this afternoon, a of uh, minutes here around 6.30, so he'll join us. Uh, but uh, so much to get into because there is a lot of people do believe, these are more writers than I believe the Tiger fans, but a lot of writers are believing that this could be an upset in the making for Clemson if they get, you know, the run back, if they get their order in order. And, of course, that game, the game, the eight-time quarterback for Clemson, this could be an interesting matchup in four quarters thinking LSU hasn't seen yet. Now, that saying that, uh, we'll see it works itself out because you're also going to have to take in guards that have defense from Ben Venerables. Is he able to really get these young men ready to rock and roll? Can he get the secondary set up in the orders? Can he play assignment football? That's also going to be key for Clemson to win this game. They're going to have to play solid technique. I mean, it's going to have to be everything, to my opinion again it's just my opinion to play perfect football to beat a team like lsu who by the way i think is the best team that lsu's ever had in the history of their football program they have everything from the offensive side to the defensive side to the line coming here tonight so a lot going on we do want to hear from you you can tweet us at southern sports central on twitter you can follow us on facebook at southern sports central and of course like i mentioned you can always call in here and hang out with us uh, on the show we'd love to hear I want to hear your opinions. Who's going to win? How are they going to win? And what does each team have to do to get that win? Now, that's hour one, and if it does lead into hour two, that's fine. We'll keep going with college football throughout the rest of the show. If not, we will dabble a little bit into the NFL because, boy, there was some excitement on that end as well. Because Saturday, I don't think anybody saw Baltimore losing their game. They were taken out. They're out. Uh, no longer will they see any more football. They're free for the next, uh, well, so many weeks and months. And they won't play again until next year. And then you saw the likes of that Kansas City game yesterday. Tennessee. Boy, I tell you, you know, uh, you, you, you're kind of, excuse me, not Tennessee. That's actually going to be
3: Houston. Houston. The Texans. Houston
2: had him up 24-0. I mean, rolling. And everything Deshaun Watson could do right, he did right. And then all of a sudden, boy, did the air get taken out of their system. And here comes the Chiefs. They went in with the halftime time and never went back. And, of course, took down that team as well. Now, the 49ers, of course, won over their weekend, uh, beating a team like the Vikings. Vikings were really good. I saw, saw them throughout the year, being you and our Packer fans. We see them a little more than others. Wasn't surprised that they got knocked out. And then, of course, uh, on the other side of it, the Packers. Green Bay takes out last night. And in impressive fashion for three quarters. I wasn't impressed in the fourth quarter uh, when the defense kind of left a little bit. They didn't have man cover. I can get into that here in the second hour. But uh, nevertheless, Green Bay will traveled to 49ers. That one, that's going to be a good one. I really, so I'm not sure if the Chiefs are going to get much out of... Uh,
3: yeah, the Chiefs are going to get another home game because uh, how the things up is the, Ravens. the Ravens work to be have home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, uh, an upset victory. But that meant whoever won the Kansas City, uh, uh, Texas, the Houston-Texas game, uh, whichever one who's going to end up coming out, the, the one that's going to have home field advantage. Uh, the way, uh, what good would that be if the Texans were able to pull off an upset and they, right. got, and they gained another home field advantage? Uh, it's like having to go host a wild card weekend to go on the road in a divisional round to hosting the um, the, AFC champi- the AFC championship game. Just th- right. thinking how wild that would be. By the way, my name is Wilper. I am the producer of this <laughs> show. I want to say um, top of the evening to you. Usually we say top of the morning, but it is 6 p.m. instead of 6 a.m. We're coming at you live here. Um, and like Richie said, we're going to bring some new things one of the uh, one of these being the new thing um a a lot of you listeners out there uh have a little bit more you know spare time in the evenings not not as much uh getting rushed to get out the door in the mornings uh and and this is a good time also for for our guests as well the guests that we do have on the show that uh are able to contribute uh that they they are that uh are able to give us uh the information uh and, and anything that we may uh, that we may miss the mark on. They, they end up coming uh, not, not short of anything um, exceptional over there. So, so, so thank you for that. Uh, we'll, we'll be hanging out of them. Uh, like you said, Matt Sims, he's going to be joining us uh, from New Orleans. He, he's live in the action, uh, in the flesh. And it is great to uh, get, a, get a contributor like him, uh, especially with if the national championship game just hours away, uh, about two hours away. Uh, pre-game starts at 7:45. Kickoff is shortly after eight, uh, and all of those things, and and it's uh, we're gonna we're gonna set this up for uh, being a great uh, game, uh, for for a great uh, show before this national championship game. And then, like you said, an hour number two, uh, it time permitting and all, we go into um, go into the NFL action that happened last weekend.
2: No doubt about it. Actually, I'm in the middle of right now, and I'm gonna let you know whether Clemson is gonna join. Uh, At 7 o'clock, Clemson time, of course, a big-time guy for the Tigers. He's going to join us. Uh, He'll talk X's and O's and Tigers and all that. The Clemson Tigers, of course, Matt Sims is an LSU guy. So we'll get somebody within the means of, of course, uh, the Clemson side. We'll get somebody from the LSU side. And then, of course, uh, maybe get Ben Moore dropping in here. A few others uh, may do the same thing. Now, we want to hear from you tonight. We're going to continue to give out this number because – to me, uh, again, one of the reasons that I put all this together to come in the afternoons, like you said, Will, is to open up opportunity for some people who normally might not get a chance. And this is going to go from coast to coast because just imagine uh, some of the West Coast guys that do listen to us they have to go back and listen to the podcast. This opens them up because this is now, uh, what, 3 o'clock, three in, the o'clock in the
3: afternoon from 3 to 5. That, that's yes. their afternoon drive in some way. They're right. able to listen to the show if they want to.
2: So they can come in, hang out with us. We can check in with our coaching staff over there in San Diego. We get into Dallas. I mean, this really opens up some opportunities. Now, the other thing, before we go to break in just a few minutes, we're also to doing some baseball this afternoon. We'll be covering some of the local talents here in the high school. course. course, we'll, you'll be doing some PA stuff for summer when they're at home. Other than that, you'll be on the radio with me as we'll travel around with the Green Wave who has asked us to be kind of their radio broadcast company there. And, again, we take a lot of honor. Anybody comes up to say, hey, we'd love you to – Put our team on the air. We'd, we'd love to open that opportunity up. So they've done that. We'll follow them. But the good news is that they're they're going to play somebody else on the other side. So we'll get exposure for not just Somerville, but whoever's on their schedule throughout the season. So we're excited about that growth as well. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. We'll take some phone calls now. We're going to open this up until about six thirty. At six thirty to about six forty five, we'll check in with Ben Moore. Excuse me. we will check in with Matt Sims from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. As he's of course uh, connected to Tigers, a beat writer of their own over there in, of course, uh, New Orleans, and he'll check in with us at uh, 6.30. Then at 7 o'clock, it's going to be uh, Clemson Tom, the man, the myth, the legend. He's been a co-host in here with me for many years and, of course, uh, joins me and, of course, will at 7 o'clock. So here's the number to call in. Hang out with us, 323 Number to call in to talk to us about who you think is going to win tonight. do they have to do to get that win tonight? The number is 323 one. You're listening to Southern Sports Central on Monday night, National championship your line in the ball right here on Block Talk Radio.
1: I hear the train coming. It's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom prison.
2: Hey, welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Yelman here alongside Will Porter. This is Southern Sports Central, the PN style of life here. We've uh, transitioned into the afternoon hours here for the next six months. We'll get you ready, up and running, uh, as uh, we're trying to make sure that we give the open opportunity from everybody from coast to coast, like Will and I talked about uh, in the opening segment here. This gives those in California on the way home. That's right, from 3 to 5, we're rolling with these guys from 6 to 8 with you guys, of course. Uh, you guys in Dallas? Well, you're right there in the middle of it, so you can come in, hang out, and talk to us live right here, right now on Southern Sports Central. The number to call in is three two three seven eight four nine six eight one. It's now time to go over to the hotlines. That's right, Mass Burger hotlines already lit up. I to go to Jacksonville, Florida. As, uh, Tony is joined us here. Tony, man, what's up, brother? Big night tonight. Uh, what's on the docket, man? Who's gonna win this one?
4: Hey guys, hope everything's well. Uh, been enjoying the show kind of from a distance lately, but. Uh... Yeah, tonight will be a fun one, man. I'm looking forward to tonight's game. I don't really have a dog in the fight. Um, You know, I I think down here in Jacksonville, I think a lot of people are are picking LSU. Somebody, uh, one of the local media guys did a Twitter poll and it was probably like 75 or 80% LSU. And I think that's because everybody here has seen LSU against Florida and against Georgia and against Alabama. And you've seen Clemson against like FSU, you know, down here. But (laughs) – I think I think Clemson has uh, flipped the switch um uh, as far as uh, just being able to um kind of suffer through the regular season and uh win the ACC championship game over a Virginia team that's kind of a one man show with Bryce Perkins. But uh that win over Ohio State showed that uh they can take a they can take three weeks off and come out ready to play and uh you get two weeks off with this one and, and I think uh I think Clemson's gonna win the game tonight. I've got them thirty eight thirty one over a, a really Really good LSU team. I just think Clemson makes maybe one more play uh, than LSU. But on, on paper, it uh, should be a, a whale of a game tonight.
2: Wow, I like that. Tony coming out of the gate with a fire, man. Throw them rocks around there, my man. 38-31, that's Clemson with the win. I know, Will, you're excited. Yeah. We're the Clemson fan.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, no I, I tell you that that's kind of the narrative that I've been hearing uh, over the past week or, or at least just this past weekend is that, you know, LSU – as complete of a team as they are and as well as Clemson is. And and everybody's just picking LSU on account of the fact that they have the, that they've had the ability to beat the Alabamas and the Georgias and the, uh, and the Floridas and Florida is no joke now. Now they are, they are one of the best teams in the SEC West now uh, uh, up and coming. Or, or in the sec east i do believe in that game uh the out the world's largest outdoor cocktail party that i think's right there in your backyard there uh tony like that game in and of itself was uh the game to decide the sec east uh this year was uh whether or not who was going to win was it the bulldogs or was it the gators and it just happens to be uh georgia's day that day but you know, all, all things aside in that matter, it, it is a factor of, of a lot of the narrative is that Clemson will have, like you said, one or two more good plays uh, than LSU does and be able to edge it out just a little bit. It, it may be one of those, uh, I mean, it could be like a 35-31 that we saw in, in the 2017 um, National Championship game uh, when uh, when Deshaun Watson threw it to Hunter Renfro in, in the end zone for a last-second touchdown uh, and looking at looking at it that way. But I mean, you know, just all, all the all of that, uh, you know, all of that kind of aside, it is it is an unknown. This is one of those, uh, like the Clemson Ohio State game, where it's a coin flip basically, because both of these teams they have um, they, uh, there there's some flaws, but you can't you can't be able to point out the flaw in the offense in, in either of them.
4: Right. No, I I totally agree with that. In fact, yeah, I, I think. I think the group that has the work cut out for them, I think, and in, in the key to the game is going to be Cle- uh, Clemson's defensive line. If they can get to Burrow and get, you know, that LSU running game contained just by rushing four, that's going to be a big help to Clemson. Because once you start to have to commit a safety or a linebacker, uh, you know, to come in and try and help, that's when Burrow kills you. Because those receivers, Jefferson and uh, the other outside guy, their slot guys, even their tight end, um, Brady does such a good job of getting Burrow to use the entire field. That's where they're the toughest to stop. But that's been because uh, throughout the year, almost no one has gotten to Burrow consistently, including Florida. Uh, and we were down a couple linemen that game, but still, um, you know, he was relatively untouched. I don't even know if, if they had to wash his jersey uh, for the next week. And, and on the other side, I think, uh, I think Clemson's offense will be fine. I think they really, they need to get ETN going in space. Uh, and I, I think if ETN can get over 130, 140 uh, all-purpose yards, I think Clemson's going to be in a really good spot there because that's going to open up things uh, downfield for their receivers. Against an LSU secondary, I think that's, that's really good they their health. I think, I think Delphin's a very good player. Um, I, I think LSU's linebackers are just okay, uh, and their defensive line is pretty good. Their secondary is stout. But I just, I just think I think both teams will be able to move the ball on each other, but this isn't going to be a game where both teams are like in the 50s Um, I do think, uh, you know, the the first team that has to punt four times is is probably going to lose because I think it's so hard to stop uh, the other team. And neither one of these quarterbacks have the tendency to make big mistakes. So um, it should be a fun one.
2: Live right now, Tony Aguilina. He's our connection to the Gators down there in games. He lives in Jacksonville and, of course, uh, connected to the SEC as well. Uh, man, you, you know, my thing is, Tony, I guess the biggest question I have is that Clemson did a really good job, and I like to use the word bend but don't break, but that's kind of what they did uh, against Ohio State, where they were able to get them in uh, and stop them in the red zone. I, I don't know if they'll be able to do that with LSU. Again, LSU, and you guys know this because uh, you guys played really close to the, to the vest with LSU. You guys had a chance there with them. And, of course, this is one of the best offensive lines that, that, of course, Brent Venables is going to see. Kind of talk to us a little bit about this LSU front line and, and how big you think they're going to play a part tonight. And it's going to come, I think, personally, my thing, it's going to come in the trenches between that offensive line and that defensive front of Clemson.
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, Florida obviously Florida plays LSU every year. And two years ago, McElwain's last year, we lost a home game to LSU on a, a basically a missed extra point, but there were some other stuff that, that went into that game. But I said before that game, I probably told you and probably told Sims that if Florida's going to get LSU, it needs to be this year. And again, this is 2017 because their entire line that year due to either suspensions or attrition or, or guys leaving for the NFL, they were all freshmen and sophomores. And now this year they're all juniors and seniors. And, you know, they're winning awards for having the best offensive line unit not only in the SEC, uh, but in the country. Um, and, and this isn't Clemson's defensive line from last year, but I still think they're really good, and I, and I still think they rotate a bunch of guys. So And, and LSU pretty much plays with their five offensive linemen. Um, so I do think that's the biggest matchup. I, I think uh, if uh, you know you get LSU into like the third and twelves and stuff like that, if you can keep Burrow from beating you with his legs, which that's kind of an underrated part of his game, Um, you know, that front fork and if they can feast and stunt and do some different things, uh, I think they can maybe get to Burrow a little bit, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the battle in the trenches is going to be big not only to keep Burrow off his back, but keep Renfro off his back. And um, they they do, both teams do a really good job of getting the ball to their running backs on dump offs in space. And I think that's something they can kind of um, make that pass rush a little bit hesitant. And then both quarterbacks can move it with their feet. So if you're, if your ends can't contain, You know, and your tackles don't fill gaps for the linebackers. I think that all becomes an issue, too.
2: Live right now, Tony Aguilini, our connection to the Florida Gators, who, of course, uh, I honestly think easily could have been one of the four teams in the uh, Final Four. Would have definitely gave uh, LSU a better game there in Atlanta uh, rather than Oklahoma. But, yeah, let's look at the other side of the ball. You've got a guy like T. Higgins that's a wide receiver, Clemson. This guy can really jump outside the gym. They've got two or three other receivers that are really good how much trouble is that cause for a team? And this is probably not the best secondary we've seen out of LSU, Tony. I think you would agree uh, that was uh, agree. something that we watched uh, with them against Texas. But do, does I would say does this defense from LSU do they have enough to contain so many guys on that wide receiver core out of Clemson that you and I both know can really do some big things? But is it enough to go over so, the top of a course of that secondary of LSU?
4: I think that's a million-dollar question. I think uh, LSU, and this is through the years anyway, but their secondary is at its best when they're forcing turnovers, whether it's because the pass rush is getting to the quarterback and he's got to make decisions or uh, LSU's defense baiting guys uh, into making Lawrence think the guys are open and they really are. Dave Aranda, I think, is one of the best, easily one of the best defensive coordinators in the country. He can be a little bit over-aggressive sometimes, which I think – can be their downfall, at least last year. They haven't obviously lost a game this year, so I can't really say that. I know for us against them, I was I was shocked that Florida played as well on offense as we did that night uh, in Baton Rouge. I mean, we we pretty much matched them punt for punt, uh, matched score for score, and then all of a sudden we had a seven-point lead, um, kicked the ball off. They went right down the field, tied it up. We went three and out. They scored again. And once they got the lead back, there wasn't enough time for us to really – uh, do anything after that, and they we made another mistake, and they made it a two touchdown game and that's another thing too um, you gotta keep both of these teams the other one has to keep uh the opponent within at least uh you know two touchdowns at the most um I'd prefer not to get down that much against either one of these. It's not a case with like Texans chiefs where one team's gonna get up you know a twenty one nothing and the other team has a chance. I just think the offenses are too good. And and you you made a great point, Richie. I think referencing uh, that Ohio State game for Clemson, Clemson's red zone defense uh, that won them that game. I mean, you're playing a team like Ohio State, and you're making them settle for field goals instead of instead of making touchdowns. Um, I've seen that game before through the years uh, from Florida playing Tennessee, where Tennessee can't, can't court, score touchdowns, but they can kick field goals, and then you know all of a sudden you give up three touchdowns to Florida, and, and Florida's got the lead, and you can't come back and. That's that's a lot like what that Clemson Ohio State game. That's what that turned into, um, but th- that goes back. Both of these teams they've got so many weapons. I mean, Richie, you listed, you know, two receivers for Clemson. You got ETN, and then for LSU, you've got Jefferson. They use their tight ends in the red zone, so that's going to be a big thing too. Like not only you you can't give up big plays to either team, but also, um, you know, your, your red zone defense has to be, uh, you know, on top of things as well because there's so many weapons and so many guys and you know you got receivers that are six four six five you've got tight ends that are big dudes and they just they get lost in all that stuff when you're trying to play either like a a five man across zone or even if you're trying to man up there's so many ways for both offenses to beat the defense especially in the red zone with all the talent that's on the field tonight
2: yeah no doubt about it man when you look at the Quarterbacks. I mean, they're very good. There's no doubt about it. You look, of course, uh, Burrow right now. Total q- 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 uh, QBR is uh, second in the country. His pass uh, touchdowns is number one. His uh, com- completion percentage is number one. On the other side, Trevor Lawrence. Right now total QBR fifth in past touchdowns, and his uh, completion percentage to 12, so that, that's pretty impressive here, and, and we all understand what we're getting here out of this matchup. Before I get you out of here, man, I got a couple of things I want to touch base, some house cleaning with you as well. Uh, a little side note from the national championship. Miami just hit with some uh, possibilities, really big issues down there in South Beach. It looks like these guys like to party uh, on and off the beach there. Uh, your thoughts on that? Of course, I do want to hear your thoughts on, uh, man. The state of Mississippi, boy, they just really got uh, some extra popcorn to order in between those two new head coaches that are going to be going against each other.
4: <laughs> well, I guess to start with Miami, I, I don't know if Miami's ever going to. Well, I, do, I don't. Miami will never get it back to the way it was in the 80s and the 90s and, and all that kind of stuff. I think their best hope is to maybe, um, you know, pop up, uh, you know, once every five years or so when they get a team that's got a bunch of. Um, seniors on the line of scrimmage and a bunch of, uh, superstar sophomores and juniors, uh, and, and in skill position spots. And then they actually, you know, have to find a decent quarterback. I know Manny Diaz, he let Dan Enos go, which was a good move. Um, brought in a Gus Malzahn, uh, disciple to run that, that high school offense that Auburn runs, which is good. Cause you know, Miami's kind of in a high school conference, uh, sometimes. So, um, you know, I, I think uh, that has to get turned around. If, if Manny Diaz goes four and eight, um, five and seven, six and six next year, he's probably not going to stay there because there's a there's a pretty good snowball getting started with some of these prominent Miami NFL alumni guys, um, and, and they're being led by and I can't remember his name now. He's a running back from the '80s, um, not Melvin Bratton, but another guy who. Has, is really trying to force his way into that athletic department to not be the athletic director or be the football coach, but kind of be a uh, someone that oversees just the football program. So I, I think there's a lot of uh, stepping on feet there and and some some chaos that's going on there. I don't know what they're going to turn into long term. I mean, they're it's they were awful this year. Florida, we played them in the opener and tried to give them the game at least five or six different times it was like Miami's like well we don't want it you guys take it and, and somehow we ended up winning it was one of our worst games of the year and and their best game of the year uh and, and Florida still won and then in Mississippi I love the Lane Kiffin hire for for Ole Miss I think if there's a guy if you look up like textbook Ole Miss attitude I think Lane Kiffin is is perfect for it like he's he's young he's been silver spoon fed um you know with his dad and his last name and all that kind of stuff but he's also a, a really on his own on his own he's an extremely smart play caller and and I think if he would have if he would have lasted more than a year at Tennessee and that southern cal dream job didn't open up uh, I think Kiffin could have done some big things up there it's just he was so attracted to that southern cal job he'd already been out there with Pete Carroll so um unfortunately for Tennessee he left him high and dry but I really think he could have been something Now you have him going up against Mike Leach, which I think is going to be great. Press conference wise, it's going to be awesome. I I think Kiffin has a better chance for success in Oxford than Leach does in Starkville. Um, But I think they're both both of those teams. Their ceilings, unless Kiffin sets the world on fire recruiting, his ceiling at Ole Miss is probably eight and four most years, nine and three in a big year, and then for Leach, it's probably seven and five, eight and four. Um, but it'll be fun to watch those two go after each other for, you know, at least two, three, four, or five years.
2: Yeah, I would agree with you. I think it's going to be fun. I, I, I'm almost wanting to ask you if you want to meet somewhere in Georgia and let's ride over to Birmingham, Alabama to go to the SEC Media Days, man, and let's do some live shares. We'll take Will along with us. I know he's more of an ACC guy being the Clemson guy in the room. But, uh yeah, I, I want to go just for the wow factor. I mean, you imagine the sarcasm that's going to be in that room alone. It's just going to be incredible. <laughs> I look forward to it. Uh, back to the Clemson Tigers and the red zone rankings offensively, LSU comes in number two in touchdowns in the red zone, fourth in touchdown percentages. On the other side, it's Clemson's defense that is number one. Even though they struggled against that and against Ohio State, they are number one in touchdowns and touchdown percentages. They're number two in uh, defense. So this is going to be probably, I would think, a, a very big matchup in many ways. But Clemson's going to have to score. Every time LSU scores, Clemson's going to have to score. And they don't, I don't think they're going to go get away with hitting three-pointers it's going to have to hit six or seven on the board. But uh, Tony, glad you were able to catch up. Hopefully this evening thing kind of works. You know you've been around for a long time. You know we kind of go in the spring season as baseball starts to get here. Now we got this thing called the XFL, so football's never going away. How great is that? Um, They just won't have guys called He Hate Me and and names like that on the back of the jerseys like they did with Vince McMahon. But uh, looking forward to hopefully getting you in here on the afternoons, and uh, let's have a little fun. Maybe you can set up a show and we come down to Jacksonville and do something man. Yes we really wanna do more in two thousand and twenty than we did in nineteen, of course, but we need guys like you to keep doing what you're doing to help us sound as good as we do, buddy,
4: yeah, man, it's a fun time of year i mean obviously college football comes to an end uh tonight I know we're all we're all sad about that, but uh basketball's getting going we're right in the middle of conference season now and, and with the gators, we never know what team's gonna show up it's either the the team that uh uh plays well together and shoots well or the team that looks like a, a, a junior high school team like we did uh the other night against Missouri and then of course baseball gets going in about uh a month or so. In fact I think I want to say uh a month from tomorrow's the fourteenth it's a month from uh tomorrow. So that's right around the corner too. But yeah, I love the evening time with you guys and uh, anytime you guys need me to come on just reach out and uh, I should be able to accommodate you guys.
2: Always a pleasure, buddy. God bless you. Enjoy tonight, Taxon. Call back tomorrow night because I wrote down t- 38 31. You pick Clemson. You're the first out of the gate to give me a prediction. We're going to get one. we got Clemson Times hanging out with us around 7, uh, seven o'clock. Uh, Matt Sims at 6.30. And then I think Ben Moore may check in around 7.30. Of course, Will and I will, will coast it through the next hour and a half. But, uh, man, thank you so much. I'm glad you're doing well. I look forward to catching up. And I do believe – I'm not sure whether or not the Gators are coming up here for that uh, baseball game or not, but if they do, uh, I- I'll work it into me and you get in this game and we'll do something cool and go up there and have some fun.
4: Sounds good. I, I I can I won't spoil it, but I can tell you I I think I know who Clemson Tom and Matt Sims are going to pick tonight, but uh,
2: I won't
3: spoil it for you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> Take right, care, buddy.
2: Thank you very much, man.
3: Yeah, they're, they're going to pick the Tigers. That's who they're going to yeah, pick. Yeah, they're definitely going Tigers. Let's, yeah. uh,
2: let's take a break here. Let's do that. You want to call in, hang out? You want to give a pick, guys? Uh, we're wide open here tonight. We're going to have a little fun, uh, shake a little tail feather here on the show tonight. So come on in. Let's do that together as we, of course, are live. The next hour and a half here is uh, we're now in the p.m. side of life here. That's right. We've uh, changed gears just a little bit to reach out to just a few more of our friends. The number to call in, 323-784-9681. Again, the number to call in is 323. Seven eight four nine six eight one. That is the Mass Burgers Hotlines. We're live right here in the Gerns Farmers Studio in Somerville, South Carolina. Coming back more Southern Sports Central
0: Yeah, you can be the greatest. You can be the best. You can be the king, hanging on your chest. You can beat the world. You can beat the war. You can stop the guy, go banging on his door. You can throw your hair, off. you can beat the clock, you can move a mountain. You can break rocks. You can be a master, don't wait for luck. Dedicate yourself and you can
5: find
0: your world. This is where I was born straight. And the world's gonna know your name. And you'll be on the walls of the whole thing. You can know the distance, you can run the mile. You can walk straight through hell with a smile. You could be the hero. You can go. Breaking over, break the deep of the city road. Do it for your people, do it for your body. Never gonna know, never even try. Do it for your country. Do it for your name. But there's gonna be a
5: day when you're yeah. living in the hall of fame.
0: Be believers, be leaders, be astronauts, be champions, be truth seekers, be students, be teachers, be politicians, be preachers, we be believers, be believers, lead be leaders, be astronauts, be champions, we in the house, right? the house,
2: Welcome back, everybody. Richie in here, live on Southern Sports Central. This segment brought to you by our friends over at Fans on the Fan Zone, located at 57 International Boulevard, Suite 106 and 107, because they got you locked and loaded from everything from college to the pros and maybe a little things in between. So go over there, check them out, as they've got a ton of fan memorabilia that you can definitely purchase over there in north charleston if you can't make it here into of course uh, the low country you can go over there on the world wide web at www.thefanzoneshop.com if you do make it in make sure you ask for luke say luke rich and the fellows at southern sports central said you got what i need and they'll go ahead and play a little Bismarcky for you and they'll take care of what you need so that being said uh, you played the hall of fame song there without further to uh, we're getting ready to go to the to, to the phone lines, of course. The Matt's Burgers Hotlines is wide open. I want to hear from you here as well. But we are going to bring in, we said, of course, one guy, but we got another guy coming in, too, because this is like a reunion for us. We do have SoCon John, who we're going to tag in here in just a minute, all the way from uh, the Sparkle City of Spartanburg, South Carolina. He covers the Southern Conference. He covers everything in and around the, uh, the state of South Carolina, in high school basketball, college basketball, high school football, college football, you name it, he covers it. But how about this, as I bring him in here with me now, and Bill Cower on Saturday is announced for the Hall of Fame for the NFL on TV, surprise, surprise, and then they did it to Jimmy Johnson. Man, I wasn't a big Jimmy Johnson fan with the Cowboys, because I don't like the Cowboys, but I like Jimmy Johnson, and to watch the emotions of two grown men give every bit of, of emotionless, careless, didn't care what nobody thought of them, I thought... Was amazing, and with that, I'll go ahead and bring in Sukhan. John. Uh, John, what's up, buddy? Glad to have you in here with us, man. I know you've been busy, and you've been mm-hmm. out on assignment since uh, college basketball, and everybody was asking where you've been. But I said, man, this kid doesn't sleep at night, so I can't really get him up too early.
5: Yeah, man, it's a uh, you know, um with basketball, and you know, following these games uh, at the mid-major level, it's been a, a great blessing, and also. Um, Just fun to watch. I mean, uh, you got places like Auburn and, you know, even uh, last week at Chattanooga was was a great time. Um, And and so, yeah, you see some great basketball. You see some great atmospheres. But one great atmosphere that will be is one tonight down in uh, New Orleans where uh, the two Tigers will face off against each other in Clemson and LSU.
2: Of course, we're live right now with Sokan John. He's one of many voices here on Southern Sports Andrew, He's one of uh, the co-hosts here. He's not always able to get in during college basketball, so we're very fortunate that we're growing leaps and bounds with many faces and places and doing things as he uh, joins us here on our first show of the night, uh, a 6 p.m. kickoff here Monday night. Uh, the national championship game is, of course, in New Orleans here as uh, the Tigers will take on the other Tigers. Now, with the real Tigers stand up? And, of course, uh, – I wonder this, is everything on the table tonight, John? You think the winner is the original Tiger? Does the winner get the real Death Valley? And, of course, the winner will get the national title. Man, your thoughts on who wins this game and, and what's it going to take for Clemson or what's it going to take for LSU to win this game?
5: Well, I, having had the chance to see LSU play in person against Oklahoma, um, it's, it's, it's far different from seeing them play on TV. Um, their speed is very – uh, it's, it's, I think it's accentuated when you see them in person uh having seen them play oklahoma um you learn how good this l s u offense is and really um how good the l s u secondary is because there were a couple of plays in that game where um you know Jalen hurts uh one of the throws that i'm I'm sure everyone has seen it, but the the highlight where it looks like the guy's wide open, and the safety comes all the way across the field to make the interception. Um, that's the kind of athleticism Clemson will be facing tonight. And to be honest with you, you know, I don't understand how like a quarterback can have a season like Joe Burrow has had. Um, it's almost like an, you've got an NFL guy playing at the college level uh this season. And, and I think, you know, I think in, in the long run that Trevor Lawrence might be the better quarterback as far as a pro. But right now, I think, uh, I think Joe Burrow is just so um, smart, but I also think he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, and, and he's playing with such confidence. I, it's just going to be hard for me to see how Clemson wins that game in New Orleans.
2: Live right now with uh, our buddy over there, of course, in the uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina time zone here in South Carolina. John John is uh, not just a, he's not a guest. Uh, He's one of the many personalities, a host here on the show, co-host on the show as well. Uh, A little heavier during the football season because basketball, there are so many games throughout the week that it's hard for him to stay up late and get up early. So out of respect to John, we were able to kind of make this thing work. You did go to the Oklahoma game. I saw you uh, over there, of course, uh, with the LSU-Oklahoma game uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, The atmosphere as advertised here, when you look at LSU, what is their weakness? though? Where's the one thing that you did see? And it was hard to find it during that Oklahoma game, but... You know, you did see a few yeah. things, I would imagine, in what we do day in and day out.
5: Yeah, I, I thought that, that they weren't good against, um, you know, obviously I, th- I think Jalen Hurts is a little bit of, a different type of athlete, but he was able to scramble around and make some plays in the pocket. Um, obviously, I think, um, y- you know, I, I think their weakness maybe is a, a little bit the defensive line. Uh, it wasn't necessarily designed run plays that got – uh, you know, yards for Oklahoma, but it was more of the improv plays where where Jalen Hurts just kind of made a play um, for, for himself as far as running the ball against um, that, that um, defense. And then they obviously had a great receiver in CD lamb who made that first, I think 50 some odd yard reception that led to a, a, an Oklahoma score. Um, but, You know, I I think Clemson can probably get some one-on-one matchups at receiver because they have, you know, while they may not have a guy like Speedy Lamb, they have a a Justin Ross who's pretty good. You know, I I think it's a solid deep threat. And I think that, um, you know, Clemson will be able to do a little bit more in the running game. Uh, You know, LSU plays primarily a 3-4. They try to, you know, force everything outside. They leave the middle open a lot. That could benefit, you know, uh, 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 Trevor Lawrence as to what he did against Ohio State a lot, which was just those dump passes over the middle of uh, Travis Etienne. Etienne's a good enough athlete, and he'll be playing in front of a a large number of his family and friends tonight um, in Louisiana. So um, that could be something to watch. I think think that's one of the the wrinkles that kind of surprised, I think, when I heard – um, the pregame, you know, or, or you know, predictions and things like that, and interviews uh, with Bro Fisher and uh, Urban Meyer, they were surprised that Clemson did this year. That they, they had introduced into their offense was the kind of the the you know running back screen over the middle to where they get a, a lot of yards on a maybe a three yard pass, but ETN makes that into fifteen twenty sometimes uh, touchdown uh, uh, run. So. Um, I think that's important. I, that'll be something to watch. It'll be interesting to see if, if LSU switches up anything from trying to force things outside as it did against Oklahoma and have so many times this year is that, you know, that try to maybe clog the middle up and, and try to not uh, give up those big plays to, to ETN from Lawrence.
2: Well, right now, of course, with our big friend over here, SoCon John, one of the many voices of Southern Sports Central throughout the season, of course, Real proud of you, man. I know you've been busy Uh, with us now going 6 to 8 in the evenings. Hopefully this opens up an opportunity for you to call in live from different arenas all across, of course, uh, the uh, Southern Conference. And, then, of course, when you come back down here to Charleston, uh, you know, we'd like to get you in here in the studio. But then, of course, uh, you know, we're doing that Saturday morning thing. That's where, of course, uh, Will Porter does his thing. I know you can check in there as well but uh man i'm real proud of all the work you continue to do for southern sports central in different areas uh and i look forward to catching up with you throughout the night. i know you and i usually text your games like this so uh let's make sure we do that we keep that trend going and thank again for all that you do on and off the air for central brother
5: well, i appreciate you and, and representing uh, the high school student athletes out there like you do richie and um, looking forward to, to what you have to say about the game and exchanging texts with you. And obviously, I think it's gonna be a great game. Um, I just think I think LSU playing in New Orleans is is a bit a, a bit much tonight and to 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 ask for Clemson, but I think it'll be a great game.
2: Should be. I, I'm gonna pick a tiger, no doubt. Here at the end of the show, but uh, we'll talk to you here. I'll probably reach <laughs> out go to you after the game. <laughs> no doubt, buddy. God bless. Take care, John.
5: All right, you too. God All
2: bless, right, there man. there you go, ladies and – There you go. So kind John as he uh, wraps that part up. Now we go to New Orleans. How about that? Not only is Joe Borough walking in right now to the stadium doing his thing with the beats on, we're going to jump on this beat. And that, of course, is our big, big friend over there, Matt Sims, as he's coming us he live from the state of Louisiana. Matt, what's up, buddy? Are you able to kind of put everything in perspective yet?
6: I mean, this place has been rocking down here for – it really got going Wednesday after the – Big big rains rolled through and bad weather pushed through by the early afternoon and you know, the LSU fans have definitely swarmed full force. Um, you know I, I've seen I've seen purple and orange, but it's it's probably been seventy five twenty five LSU to Clemson down here. Probably even probably even a little bit more so than I even would have thought. Um, you know they um, this is uh this. This game is definitely like Fat Tuesday, with the way that they are partying and reveling.
2: Live right now with Matt Sims. He's our connection out the Bayou. Of course, he lives right there in the state of Louisiana. He's connected to the LSU Tigers in many ways, and he is hanging out down there uh, in the Mardi Gras land, if you will. They've been partying, like you said, since Wednesday. And I did. I saw the lights flickering when Clemson was there in that arena, uh, and they actually kept him in there a little bit longer because of the factor that um, you know their weather. Was bad and then they uh, were able to get them out and bring in LSU and then the rumors came out and then it got cleared up. Thank God it did because it, it sounded like because of the situation that Clemson had to practice in the ballroom but yet while of course on the other side it was LSU that got to practice over there uh, where the Saints practice. but at the end of the day when everybody let the smoke clear what ended up happening is that Uh, Coach, uh, of course, Sweeney said that was his choice, that he could have gone in the same place, but they ended up deciding to stay in the ballroom there in the hotel. He said it was one of their best practices. Kind of give us the rundown up until game time kickoff here in a couple of hours. What are some of the headlines, some of the things that you've seen there that maybe they haven't reported nationally, or uh, some concerns maybe that have happened the last two or three days on both sides, Clemson?
6: Well, Clemson was supposed to practice at Tulane University. I mean, one of the – every like for the Sugar Bowl and all the bowl games down here, there's always one team that practices at Tulane and utilizes their facility. So uh, Clemson was going to be the designated team to practice at Tulane, and they were going to have a a morning practice, and that was when the really bad weather was pushing through Saturday. And so um, LSU had already been – Um, designated to practice at the Saints facility, which became available when the Saints decided to tank against the Vikings last weekend. Um, And so the college football playoff committee offered the chance for Clemson to go practice indoors as well. And Dabo, like you said, decided to turn it down, and just practice there in the ballroom, which certainly made for some more interesting headlines. And if you believe him, it led to the best practice of the year, at least for this preparation. So, um, that was just a minor headline. Both teams were back to their normal uh uh walkthroughs yesterday and um and uh so it was much ado about nothing after the news first came out, you saw the pictures of it. But you know, um I would I think that probably the headlines are uh like I heard you say while I was on hold there, kind of John wrapping it up, um, discussing the run game for Clemson. That's certainly gonna be uh crucial and uh, you have to believe that's where LSU is probably most vulnerable, or certainly one of their more vulnerable spots, is being able to rush up the middle. They do run a 3-4. Tyler Shelvin has been really good for them at nose tackle. Um, he's played really well, warranted some double teams when he's played there, and LSU's going to need him to play well enough to warrant some double teams again tonight. But um, defensive tackle, Roussard Lawrence, a senior for LSU, you know he's a kid from Monroe, Louisiana, and, um, you know, his recruitment years ago, four years ago came down to he and Ohio State, and, or LSU in Ohio State, and he chose LSU, and he decided to stay for his senior year after last year. And he's really come up big for LSU in these big games, came up big against Bama, big against Georgia, big against Oklahoma. You know, he's going to be another force to deal with. You have to expect, you know, unless he somehow twists an ankle – um, that he's going to be a force for LSU on the defensive line there tonight as well. So I, I'm really curious to see how Clemson's rushing attack works. Um, if they can establish any type of run attack, I absolutely expect them to go play action because you know, Lawrence has got the best arm in college football. He can throw the ball, uh, he can throw the deep ball very, very well. And I think if they're going to have a chance to beat LSU's DBs one on one, it's going to be throwing the ball deep. And getting some play action in there to draw the safeties up where it allows the receiver to get a step or two on the DB is going to be crucial. Um, And like I mentioned, uh, Will Porter last time I spoke when he filled in for you, uh, I expect that Clemson will probably take the shots at Derek Stingley, the freshman uh, defensive back. Um, Just because he's a freshman, that's who teams want to pick on. And when teams have done that this year, a couple of times he has gotten beat on the big throw but he has made some big time interceptions uh for LSU as well. Big time against Vanderbilt, Auburn, Georgia. Um so, you know, Clemson wants to go that route and they want to try to pick on the freshman, then um I sincerely hope that, you know, Lawrence's precision with his throws because Stingley has proven that he can get the best of you if you try to pick on him. So uh, there's definitely some uh, matchups there, Clemson's offense against LSU's defense, that have me very intrigued. I'm curious to see what they do.
2: Of course, the eyes and ears there on the bayou, of course, in between the hedges or the, the walls there of Mardi Gras, which you normally party like is 1999. And, uh, of course, the, the biggest picture that I keep seeing this one guy, he's an LSU guy. Uh, they keep showing this man with no shirt, and it looks like a set of thongs on, and he's walking around with some tiger feet and a tiger tail. And, uh it's just another night in, in Louisiana, as they say there. But uh, is that kind of been the way it's been? I mean, as far as uh, the atmosphere for the fans. Kind of talk to us a little bit about that. I, we've done a lot of X and O's here uh, of breaking down the games. But for the fanfare, has it lived up to the hype? Because uh, I would imagine other than Las Vegas for an adult, this is like going to Disney World.
6: So, oh, I mean, the fans have definitely just been as amped up as it could be. And I, I think that this is a culmination of the – the last several years under Les Miles where people felt like LSU had a team to go to and contend for a national championship like this, and then it would all go awry when they got to the Alabama game and then the season would just completely fall off a cliff after they'd lose to Bama. Um, I, I think that now finally seeing them get over that hump and put together a, a season where they break all these school records for yards, points, touchdowns, they get a Heisman Trophy winner, they rack up all the other postseason awards for receiver and defensive back and offensive lineman or offensive line, I'm sorry, and coach of the year and assistant of the year that, I mean, it's just all culminated to where people, people have a a very real sense that this is a once in a lifetime type of situation that they are witnessing here. And they're not, they're, they're not taking it for granted at all. And I, I think that's part of the reason why they, they came out in full force the way they did They're, there are many more LSU fans here for this national championship than there were for the BCS title in 2012 when LSU played Alabama. Um, and you know, I gave the quote earlier today talking to somebody and I said, if LSU wins this game tonight, there is not enough alcohol in this in New Orleans that can <laughs> quench the thirst of that party. I'm telling you oh, right wow. now. <laughs> and um, wow. I assure you that won't be the only person that you, you will you'll see more than just one person. On uh, uh, on the streets without their shirt and their pants, <laughs> if, the, if LSU doesn't pull off the victory, I mean that's that's really the type of party there
2: is. I can imagine, man, and, and you know, what's funny to me. I hope, and I, I say this with all joking aside, to some degree. I remember growing up, there used to be that show, Cops, used to always come on, and we used to love yeah. that Mardi Gras edition. Yeah. Maybe tonight they do the national title edition here because I'm going to yeah, think that, that, that's
3: going to be that's going to be live PD. You're going gonna, to gonna, gonna yeah. see it coming coming to a show near you yeah. uh, on live PD. But oh. yeah, no, you're, you're going to see the arrest report that's going to come out uh, on Tuesday morning and be like,
5: what? Hey, this
3: is this is a very high spike in in the arrest reports here. And, and like oh okay this is this is uh this is in direct correlation with the national championship game and the LSU uh Tigers just won so uh go uh, whenever they say go Tigers it's uh, g e a u x yeah uh in in the and the uh, uh in the bayou type of uh, spelling there Dude, that, that's going to be funny. That, that, I, that is very possible. Think about it. Oh, yeah. It's
2: going to be huge here. And, and I know, Matt, you're on the other end of this thinking, man, this is just a normal day in Monday night action here <laughs> in Louisiana. But, you know, for us, Dan, we don't get that kind of excitement. You know, uh, what they did, by the way, I don't know if you saw the game last night, uh, Seltzerville. I, I believe it was what it was called, uh, Bud Light Seltzer that just came out. Seltzerville, right? Pennsylvania. Yeah, Seltzerville, Pennsylvania. A.K.A. Somerville, or just, or South Carolina. Peltier, Pennsylvania. Yeah, well, it's actually Somerville, yeah. South Carolina. That Bud Light commercial was filmed here in our backyard uh, a couple weeks, about, about a month and a half ago, something about like that. About a month ago. And, uh, you know, that, that was kind of neat there. But uh, I, I do look forward to it. Uh, tomorrow night, you know, we're, we're back into this trend, and you've been with me long enough to know that this is the time of year that we usually go to the afternoons. That opens up the conversation. Of course, we didn't have the XFL last year, but we'll have some of that because there's a lot of college guys that are going to be jumping into this thing, too. So this will be fun for you, me, and everybody else in the country here, Matt. But uh, I'm really proud of you, man, all that you continue to do. You jumped in here with me while I was away uh, doing some business with Southern Sports Central with Will. I appreciate that. But not only are you a contributor and part of the uh, Southern Sports Central family, of course, you're an LSU and prep sports writer for uh, CrescentCitySports.com and the prep football reporter for uh, Ken Trahan's original. Prep Football Reports, and you guys know they do high school football as good as anybody else in the country, man. But uh, try to stay out of the Clinger tonight. I don't know if I have enough uh, cash in the pocket here to, to cash at you, but uh, I, I will make a road trip. I got a few friends over there, so we can see if we can get you out of the tank.
3: Tonight. Do a money order by CVS if you need to. <laughs> I mean, I think,
6: uh, I think I can probably uh, avoid you needing to go out and take a loan or anything like that. So
7: <laughs> oh, wow.
6: I kind of enjoy sitting back and watching the crowds uh, lose their mind more if, that, if that's what it comes to. So, um, you know, I'll, uh, <laughs> that way I can just report back on the, the festivities that I saw if it comes to that. And, and um, everybody's certainly hopeful that it is down here. And, and you mentioned uh, XFL there. I just wanted to turn out one uh one of my really good friends is actually the director of football operations for the uh, Houston Roughnecks team. So, if you're using oh, yeah. the uh, XFL-type news, I can definitely uh,
2: link you up with him. So Look at God working, um, boy. Oh, man. Look at God working on a Monday night, baby. Yeah. Well, let's get him in, man. I, and I think it's going to be good because you can't get enough football. I agree with that theory 100%. Of course, February is National Signing Day. We'll have the Super Bowl kind of kicking our thing there, hopefully – our Green Bay Packers, I say ours because Will and I are both Packer fans here, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully we keep rolling through. We didn't do so well the last time we played the 49ers on the West Coast, but it's a new time. It's a new team as far as where the Packers are. And, and again, everybody's still getting their money's worth in football. I, I think this has probably been one of the best seasons together with the NFL and college when it comes down to the games that they've played and the outcomes that have happened here. But uh, do us a favor. Tonight you tweet out. If you'll tag Southern or Central in all your tweets so that we can Kind of keep up with you because we're going to be staying busy tonight watching the game as well. Uh, but if you have any cool pictures, man, hey, let us see it. Let us be first in there because we do have boots on the ground with you over there in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
6: All right, man. Well, y'all enjoy the game. Best of luck to everybody, and um, we'll be uh, we'll be in touch. And I'll uh, I'll make sure get you uh, get you linked up with my buddy there in Houston.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you, buddy. God bless. Take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. Goodbye. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Sims, follow that guy. Give him a follow. Trust me. After tonight, you'll be glad you did. At Matt Sims, that's M-A-T-T-I, excuse me, M-A-T-T-S-I-M-S-79. That must have been the year he was born, uh, or that's his number when he played offensive line, but he doesn't look like an offensive lineman. But nevertheless, that was years ago. That being said, of course, he works for LSU as a prep sports writer for uh, CrescentCitySports.com, CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, He does the prep football over there for uh, Ken Hands, which is one of the original sports guys over there in the state of Louisiana. Uh, And, again, he has been with me and and us here at Southern Sports Central for a long time. We're very blessed to have uh, a a connection in between uh, the lines there. And and I think it's going to be an interesting one. We do have to go to break because we're going to make a heck of an entrance here for uh, a a guy like uh, who better else than Clemson Tom. So you might as well get the the fight song uh, to come back from break. So instead of us playing our original comeback song, we'll play him. Uh, the Tiger Rag, uh, bring him in with something <laughs> with some class here for him. Uh, is uh, we can either do that or, uh, yeah, no, you know what? No, that's, it. that's no, no, Exactly no. what we're going to do. Let's bring him into Stone Cold. I, I think stone that's a, that's Blue really Stone Cold. I think that's a better fitting for a guy like uh, Clemson Tom. He's another brother from another mother with me. He's down in Orlando, of course. Uh, unless he made it to Baton, Rouge, or unless he made it to Louisiana, of course. New Orleans uh, is where the national championship is being held. But uh, he's a guy that's been in here with me. Uh, he was a uh, co-host with me. For many years, uh, he's a lot of reason why we are where we are, and I cannot say enough. Having guys like him, Will, who's the newest member here of the family, uh, of course, um, just had SoCon John in here, Darnisha. Uh, of course, she has been in here with me as well. We've had a lot of really guys and girls that have helped build uh, this empire, if you will, of called uh, Southern Sports Central. So we do have to take a quick break. We'd love to hear from you guys. Come on in. Hang out. Give me your stats. Give me your scores. And give me your thoughts on who's going to win tonight. The number to call in, 323. 323- 784 9681. Again, the number to call in is 323 784 9681. We'll be right back. You're listening to Southern Sports Central live right here on Block Talk Radio.
7: My family and I were suffering with no protection from the hot Carolina
8: sun. I called the Tent Farm and they told me about their line of ceramic window film. Now I have 99.9% protection from harmful UV rays for the ones that matter the most. You don't have to be a math teacher like me for those numbers to make sense. Don't
1: be alarmed, call the farm. I was driving in extreme Charleston heat. I couldn't take it any longer. I wasn't alarmed, I called the farm.
6: I used to be the victim of bad tent. It was so horrible, I was embarrassed to be seen driving even in my own hometown. I called the tent farm and they took care of me. I wasn't alarmed, I called the farm. I'm Jonathan Farmer, owner and founder of Tent
9: Farm. Are you a victim of bad tent? Are you suffering from extreme heat? We here at the Tent Farm wanna help you with these horrible conditions. Don't be alarmed, call the farm.
2: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rich Elman here alongside Will Porter. This is hour number two of Southern Sports Central, the National Championship Edition here from 6 to 8. As we come at you live for the rest of, well, the next six months, if you will, here into the uh, summer seasons and the evening hours. Again, you can call in 323-784-9681. That is the Matsburger's Hotline. We're live here, of course, in Somerville, South Carolina, getting ready for that matchup at Clemson Tigers, the LSU Tigers. It is going to determine tonight all the talk, all the hype, and all the magic you can imagine is going to be finally put together on a football field tonight. Well, I got a little bit more magic for you because now we go back to the Burgers hotlines. And without further ado, I bring in a good friend of mine, and that is Clemson Tom. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love
2: it. I knew you would. And ladies and gentlemen, coming in at about 345 and five foot. It's Clemson Tom.
0: <laughs> what
9: is yeah, I, what height did you give me? Oh, what man, I gave you, five
2: you three. Me? I gave you 5'3". I gave you 5'3". 5'3"? Well,
8: you're
2: not 380 pounds you either, dude. <laughs> No, no, I didn't
8: hear the pounds. I was like, with five 5'3". I gave you 5'3 oh, three three and 380.
2: <laughs> I knew what you would love little that little? intro, dude. I was like, I'm going to bring him in with Tiger <laughs> egg. And then awesome. I thought, nah, the, dude, let's do this. The glass broke. The glass broke,
8: and I was like,
5: oh, hell yeah. I needed to go get a
8: beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like
4: perfect
2: timing. Really? It was great. It was Fantastic. Man, what's going on, brother? So, I would imagine you're, you're – you you. know what, though? Let's have a flashback moment. Let's have a memory lane here. It was what, two, three? Was yeah. it three years ago? You, me, and Op and Rock, that's Jason Perez, were chilling like a villain down in uh, the, the wonderful cold Tampa Bay. This was kind of the start cold. of the whole trend of winning national titles.
8: Yeah, man. We took an Uber
2: uh, one block away, and it cost us $40. <laughs> oh, good <laughs> Lord. But you know what? We're on a stage. And, and here's for you guys. Uh, Clemson Time, of uh he's part of the family here. He doesn't get in as much because the guy's doing career things and doing big things. He's a family man, and uh, I'm real proud of all of the things that he's continued to do uh, way off the air, much more than what you've heard him on the air course. Uh, he's got Xander coming up, the newest linebacker or quarterback. Depends what you want to do. Uh, there, of course, uh, with the little man, of course, he's going to be, uh, I would imagine, a, a five-star stud by the time he gets to high school. Um, that being said, it was about three years ago. Tampa, of course, hosted the national title. Alabama was the other team on the other side. Uh, Clemson, Tom, and myself get together down there. We go to one little party, and that was cool. It, it worked out. We gave some high fives. We went to get some babies. And uh, hung out with some ladies. Did our thing. And then all of a sudden, we turned around and we got into an Uber to drive a half a block away for $40. But it was worth $40. The guy, because told us, to... it
8: was, the guy told us it was far, remember? He's like, oh, man, you don't want to walk that far. Yeah, yeah. And it was too difficult to walk. We get out of the dude, Uber, we can still club. see the old party. I'm like, "What the world?
2: I thought the we, car broke down, we, dude. We got, I was like. <laughs> we got
0: scams.
2: We got scams. <laughs> and then so, so it makes it even more fun. So we get to this party, right, and it's the Legends. And what was it, Legends and – um. Oh my God, what was it? I can't remember. Um, I think it was just the Legends Celebrities party. and Legends concert? No, I think concert. it was just the Legends. Yeah.
4: I no, think it was just the so Legends party. Like,
2: yeah. Right. So so here here you and I were. Well, in. There was in a concert. There was a concert because we were on right? the stage. You and me were on the stage and CJ Spiller was there with us what and, heck, and Sammy Watkins was there. I was like, what? Um, and then people started recognizing us. All these old you know, because there were some people from Somerville, some people from Myrtle Beach out there. somehow. You, you They paid $100 or $200 and you and me just... Yeah, it's walk a, in. It's a small world whenever walk you through say the back like door. that, too. Yeah, we yeah, walked right, right through, through the, the back door. We walked right through that back door wow. like a boss, dude, and then we were like standing. <laughs> on the Of course, I got that Somerville pullover on because I was kind of neutral in this thing anyways. I didn't really have a battle other than Hunter Renfro, which is the connection to my home school where I, you know, I right not home school the back of my
8: country. Who's Who was a country singer? Who's a country who was singer that, country? that was hammered?
2: He, he was hammered. He was, he was, that wasn't was, like Luke was,
8: Bryant, was it? Oh, God. No, 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 no. But this guy, remember he was like sw- so drunk he
2: was sweating. He started he started rapping. Remember? Lee Bryce. Yeah.
3: Lee Bryce. It was Lee I, Bryce. I, it I was, was thinking that, that was Lee Bryce that I was just thinking. It was probably him. Man, yeah, it, it was so funny. He was
8: he was so drunk he was like sweating. Like it was like <laughs>
0: bad. He, well, I was,
2: like, also s- like,
3: also side note. Sorry that I'm at, like somehow inserting myself into this conversation like I was there. I just I like whenever you mention some, some co- drunk country singer and it made me automatically think of Lee Bryce for whatever reason. Yeah. That just makes me think of Lee, it, yeah, exactly. It's like it's like drunk country singer go Lee yeah. Bryce. Like it's like ding ding ding, you're a winner.
2: If you ask other people, they're like, that's every country singer you ever heard of. That's when they write their best music when they're drunk and, and, and slush and sloshing. But I there were so many people. Ricky Sapp was there, Daquan Bowers was there. You're, I mean, it was crazy. Uh, but the, the story was that there. I. I was oh, yeah. Yeah, and he had just gotten into the Hall of Fame, right? That was his his weekend.
8: Yeah, he had just gotten into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he had just gotten into the Hall of Fame.
2: Here we are, dude. I'm a Gamecock. I'm really? rubbing the elbows. I'm on the stage, and people started realizing that I was on the stage. There was like four or five different people over here, two or three people from South Carolina over here. They're like, "How in the hell did Richie Altman get on the stage?" And he's a Gamecock. This is not good. And I'm, this is pretty great. I'm feeling pretty good about it. But it was the story before that. You remember the story before that? We were at that other location with that other party. With the, uh, it was the Tampa Bay, the Tampa, um, Charter or, or IPTA up there in Tampa, hosted that party. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got there, yeah, and, no, and was, I'm actually, sitting there. That was there.
4: party. I, uh, that was your party. Yeah, yeah, that was your party. My party. We left like your own I, party. to It was my party that
8: part. I threw? Yes. That's right.
0: That's <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Danny, <they laughs> you leave your own party. I'm taking you the
8: picture. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, you're, you're just like, Man, you are like you leave your with, own party to Dawkins. go to a party. Yeah, I was hanging out with Dawkins, Spiller, drunk-ass Lee Bryce. It was awesome.
4: Yeah. I just he was flying everywhere, dude. It was awesome. Oh gosh. it was
8: it was a moment Rich, to I remember. Just, now. I just texted you the picture. Oh god, I just the dangerous. picture of Lee Bryce. Oh, it was Lee Bryce. Look at him. Just look at
3: him.
4: Look how bad he's sweating <laughs> in the picture, man. Like oh gosh. I, I, I wish. It, like, it, that. Shirt. I wish
3: that this was television and that we. Oh man, his face no, is gonna, red we're, and we're, everything. We're gonna tweet that out. That, oh, that's geez. going to social media. That's oh wow. Don't don't say
2: on
8: social media that we said he
2: was. Okay, we're not gonna put on social media
8: that we were like we were like like he was making fun of him because. We've all been there. Yeah,
2: we're not. We're not making fun of them. I know. Mean, no, it's so, a, It's it's how many country songs good. were made <laughs> when they were drinking. I mean, that's usually when the dog dies. Grandma goes to jail. Mama's looking
3: for all her, of her them.
2: cigarettes. I mean, all of them. I mean,
3: yeah, no. Rascal Flatts, they wrote a song uh, uh, a song called Backwards, and it's talking about this is what you get when you play a country song backwards. You realize like, you're
2: talking about Rascal Flatts, which yes. is like talking about Chick-fil-A.
3: Yeah, I know. They're, they're like God's band. I know. Okay. And, and, and they're going on a farewell tour, unfortunately.
7: <laughs> And, I, and you how we, and how we all come like full was...
3: circle with this? I am not, I am not discrediting Rascal Flatts <laughs> by God. any means necessary. No, I I'm a fan I'm of Rascal Flatts. I'm not afraid to admit that. I'm not afraid to
4: admit that. My pleasure. I have a question.
8: I have a question. What, <laughs> oh tr- what sorority were you in?
7: <laughs> He's what
0: sorority God, he is in? talking to me? And
2: I found out like two weeks ago he was in the high school band, dude. So let not don't hurt him too bad.
3: So I'm sure
2: there's, I'm sure there was like a band. There was like a.
3: <laughs> did you, did you play? No, he's a drum major. Nah, I was drum major. Really? Before that, I was a percussionist all through my my six years. It was uh, it was um, it was auxiliary percussion to drum line to drum major. So, I all I all I did was hit things.
2: Dude, it got so weird that day. Yeah. Man. I'm gonna tell you, man. It was like I was sitting here, dude, and I was like talking about the band, and all of a sudden he looked at he looked over through the window at me, and he goes, "I was in the band." And I was thinking. Sure you were. <laughs> Why would you be in the band? This is about the way this <laughs> thing usually rolls with some Tom and me. You know the coolest thing about that night. Well, the second cool. Well, there was like five B and things that were cool. But before we left that party, that was your party. I'm sitting there and I'm eating at this table. Remember the table we were sitting there, we're eating, and this this girl brought yes. me food, and I was yeah. thinking, heck yeah, dude, this is a steak and there's some lobster, some shrimp. Dude, that's my kind of yeah. party? And, and I'm eating it, right? Well, come yeah. to find out. It was the gentleman that did the split in the national championship the next night. Remember his name? Christian Wilkinson, right? That is name? Christian, yeah, Wilkins. it Christian Wilkinson, yeah, Wilkinson. Wilkinson. Well, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Wilkinson. Well, well all of a sudden, I sit there. Right. No, that was his sister, wasn't it? I think it was his sister's food I was eating.
8: Was... I don't think it was his Oh, that was – yeah. was... no, his girlfriend yeah. was there, but yeah, that was his sister that was feeding you, yes.
2: She was feeding was like hand so feeding I sit him there – See what happens when we go to the afternoon oh, show. We can, we can open up a little bit here. But I'm sitting here eating this young lady's food. She's very pretty, by the way. And I'm eating her food, and then she starts feeding me shrimp. And I'm thinking, are you feeding me shrimp? She was like, well, you might as well eat it because it's mine, and you've been eating half of it. But it was oh, – then, then the next day I realized who it was, and then I see him do that split, and I'm thinking, man, a lucky guy am I. That was a good time. That was a great time. Yeah, that everybody a won. Time. we, we had a everybody we had a won. Everybody won but Jason Perez. And, uh, of course, P. Ross, we call him. He's that Myrtle Beach uh, kid up there on the grand show. Uh, man, I tell you, that was, a, that was a cold night, though. That was, that was a cold night, the night I went to National
3: title. Perfect time to get uh, into, uh, into this National Championship conversation. <laughs>
2: as, as Will comes in to bring in the light. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we did a game tomorrow. Tonight. Thank you, tonight. So, uh, that being said,
3: kick off in less than an hour, by the way.
2: Yeah, what Got can it. we what can we expect tonight, man? I yeah. mean, is Clemson going to be able to do anything with this very power offensive of uh, LSU in the offensive I don't line? think so. I don't
8: think so. <laughs> you kidding me? I feel like we're playing the dadgum Steelers over here from the seventies. Oh, you
2: know, I
0: don't
8: even know why we showed up. Yeah. I mean, just, just I don't, we're not even going to win the corn toss. I mean, hell, <laughs> so, I mean, who cares? <laughs> you Kevin's know, right?
9: coming. I can feel it. Yeah, Cool. I mean, what a wasteful trip it was. Well,
1: you know, I did we did see like a '67 car a real in the uh,
9: in the play. streets. Huh?
8: Well, it's just you know, it's it's whatever. It's it's nice, you know, that we that they're allowing us to share the field and breathe the air of an SEC team. It's nonsense, is what it is. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a daggone good game. I'm not I'm not gonna trash talk LSU, because I right. I really like Coach O. <clears throat> I think he's he's kind of like a, a poor man's version of, of Dabo or a Cajun version of Dabo. I can't he's, understand anything yeah. he says. But Either way, it I sounds like that one. funny. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, he's kind of funny, but he he does his own thing. And he, he goes off the radar. No one wanted him. No one gave him a chance, really. He was always an intern coach until so high-flash came along, which is kind of like that. But No one really gave him a shot for that just one time. You know, he exactly. was a wide receivers coach. But, you know, no one was going right. to hire him to be a coach. And then, I mean, look look what he's done for the team. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a daggum great game. I, I don't – I'm not going to be one of those guys that's going to be like, oh, we're going to be about four touchdowns. Oh, Right. No, it's they got a good squad. Um, our secondary is going to be tested. Our linebackers are going to be tested. Um, right. It's, dude, it's It's just it's, for me. I think it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to come down to you know mistakes and and taking advantage of those mistakes. And it's you don't have a lot of room for for error. You know, you're basically yeah, looking at uh, like the way I'm looking at it. It's like Ali Frazier. You, either one of those guys could have won any any match with one punch, and that's, that's how I feel with this one. I'm I'm nervous for it. You know, if we lose, yeah, so what? You know, we've we haven't lost a game in, in what a year, two years. Yeah,
0: this 29 a is twenty nine and years.
8: Right. Yeah, I mean it's it's insane. So I mean the the streak would have to come to an end if we win. We've got to be the greatest dub, the greatest team ever. Every time we play somebody else, they're the greatest team ever. So, I mean, at right. this point, I mean, shoot, who else is the greatest team ever So you finally give us a notch? Last year, Alabama was supposed to be, like, in, in you know, all Madden conference. They, I mean, shoot, they're their own daggum conference. And we spanked <laughs> them, and no one gave us respect all year. Ohio State's still crying. I mean, just go to Myrtle Beach, they're still down there crying. <laughs> so, it's just it's put up or shut up, really, man. That's, that's kind of how I feel right now.
2: No, I, I agree with you. It's time to kind ball. of put it all together. Let's just get right. after it.
8: Yeah. Who cares? You know, this time, time last year is an idiot. Well,
2: we I knew agree. that. Well, we knew that. Right. So oh, well. That's 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 a whole. So you know, this time last year, I was in a house full of uh, uh, of Knights, if you will, there uh, in my Hulk voice there, and, and uh, I remember uh, Marissa looked at me and she said, uh, after I think y'all scored the first touchdown, and she goes, "Well, you know what?" I said, what's that? She goes, well, anybody that's with Jesus, I can't go against him. And of course, she was talking about that, but she said, at least he went to <laughs> Alabama. I mean, if we're going to get me by anybody, it's a man-fearing, you know, it's a God-fearing man that's from Alabama. So uh, she knew about it kind of the first I would say play or two. It was kind of uh, very indicative the way that you guys played. Will, I know you had something. Now, Clemson, Tom, just so you know, Will Porter is from a place called Saluda, South Carolina. They just won the state championship in 2 league football. Yeah. Right, right,
3: right? Yeah. And,
2: uh, that's where he that's where he banged on that drum over there in Saluda, South Carolina, where they had a huddle house. And then and, right I, and
3: I swung the arms too my senior year. We'll we the, talk the, about talking that. talking about Choate Major, but I don't talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, no, no I'll tell you a lot of the history that Saluda has. It's a lot to do with Clemson, I think. I, I said it on the show here. I'll say it again. That uh, before it was built, I think Alex Tillman uh, looked at uh, Saluda being the location where uh, the actual university was going to be built, but then uh, he said, "Nah, that's too close to South Carolina. I don't want to." Uh, have Another to the be that close to the to the Gamecocks, um, and and so he moved it all the way up into uh, a cow pasture uh, somewhere in the middle of uh, Seneca, if you will. <laughs> but no, yeah. it, it just I guess it just made perfect sense. And then the history with South Carolina there with our uh, with our football and all that. But we we are the Tigers as well. Uh, we we play Tiger Rag uh, whenever we score a touchdown. Whenever whenever we have the field, uh, the, the Tigers rush the field to, to take to uh, to take the field. All that, and, and just like all, the, all of that really just kind of stuck with me, and I, and I just grew around – I grew up around being a Clemson fan, uh, and obviously you have a good mix uh, in Saluda being kind of the borderline between you know, Clemson and South right. Carolina fans. You get a mixture of both, and that's kind of where we were.
2: Now, but, just to kind of let you know, uh, Clemson Tom's family actually yeah. is one of the major founders. And have a lot to do with that rock that they rub every time they run down a hill. Figures, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, seriously, this guy on the other end of this phone yeah. is is a guy who's got a connection there. Of course, uh, you know, Mama Harriet's uh, is one of those pioneers as well. That, that this family, of Funks and Tom, they run deep in the Tigers. And of course, uh, man, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm excited. I really wish. No, I'm not. I'm glad you and I didn't go to Louisiana. I don't know if we made out uh, the way that we could because uh, you know, remember, we were at the South Carolina. A uh, Clemson game uh, in November, and then we decided to catch up again in Tampa. Tampa was a little bit easier for us not to get anything, but it was uh, man. I can only imagine you, me, and and, and a guy like Dupree here with me. Uh, we're sitting down there in uh, in New Orleans. Uh, it, it might not be the the turnout that we got in Tampa, that's for sure. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I don't know who yeah, right. would be. I don't know He's if you would right. be like that guy at LSU with that thong on, man. But I got a feeling that it would have been one that oh, you. Oh, I say, turn up.
8: Well, that guy was turned down, man. That that was that was
2: just nasty. <laughs> yeah. He should have turned the other yeah, corner. My God, that was, was, God, that you. was
9: aggressive. He,
2: oh. he needs
8: to be arrested for that nonsense. I'm fair
0: That's horrible. Hey,
2: let me ask you this though. Uh, on another note, because we can beat this drum like you and I talk about all the time, man. Uh, you, you've seen a lot of changes going on right now at, during the off season, uh, at least the last two weeks. Where, of course, Link Kevin goes to this, and we've been here with us in our number one. And, uh, you know, you and I have been doing this a long time. We've had some ups and downs and all arounds, and we've, uh, I, I think we're probably the best one-two punch in, in, in college sports radio, period. I don't think anybody can touch us. That being said, when you look at it, and, and we're trying to get Will up to par here. This is a young 21-year-old young man who is dreaming of doing what we do uh, day in and day out. And if people could only follow uh, Clemson, Tom, and I on, on phone calls sometimes when he's riding in the car with some business, he'll call me, and it's kind of code. I already know how this thing works man, you would imagine, uh, you know, the, the amount that YouTube would make on a guy like you and me just listening to our conversations. It, it's almost entertaining. But that that being said, how about the conversations that are being said right now in Mississippi between uh, a, a guy like uh, Mike Leach and, of course, uh, Lane Kiffin?
8: Oh, man, that's going to SEC media day for those two guys. It's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> Mike Leach and a, <clears throat> excuse me, Mike Leach with a microphone is dangerous enough. But, I mean, Lane it just fits what Ole Miss is all about. Um, just the debauchery of it all. I mean, everywhere everywhere he's gone, he's always dabbled in somebody's uh, uh, relationship, I guess you could say. But, I mean, those two guys, it's just going to be funny.
2: No doubt, it should be a good time. So, what's the plan tonight in the uh, in, in the camp over there with Clemson? Tom, do we get live Facebook things? I think I know. I just saw you do one uh, just moments ago. Uh, or do you sit back, break up in that uh, that Coors Light, and, and enjoy your evening watching your Tigers uh, go to work tonight?
8: Yeah, I'm on uh, beer number two. I had a, the beer number one had a calm the nerves. I was just yeah, I was uh, just all by myself. I, I needed to chill out a little bit, but not Caitlin's. Um, Cooking some chicken wings. We got some chips and dip. The game's on. I'm just going to hang out here, man. I uh, had the opportunity to go out to a few different watch parties had the opportunity to go to New Orleans, but nah, I figured I'd just sit here in my, in my chair and just, just enjoy it with the fam. Xander's got on. Somebody wears number 16. I don't know who it is, but he's got on that jersey. So that's what we're going to be doing tonight. So has Caitlin warned yeah, that hat has a Tell me the no, story on the still, hat, she's man. Rocking, she's rocking it. Well, we were that's in right. the Atlanta airport coming back from vacation, <laughs> and she realized she wasn't wearing anything orange. So she takes out a beanie because we it was cold. She puts on her head and an orange Clemson beanie. Well, she puts it on. The next thing you know, we score. i <laughs> like, you can't take it off. So I took pictures of the guy by calm down. Came and put a beanie on. We're going to be all right. Well, wait wait and We won.
3: Yeah, no, no. wait a minute. What you should have done is that take it off and then put it back on. That way y'all, would've, we would have scored again, like like just continuous scoring. I guess that's the correlation that I'm trying to get at. You know, you put it on, you score back off, then put it back on again, you should score again.
8: No, man, you don't take it off. It's on. Like if you go to the bathroom in my <laughs> yeah. house and we score a touchdown, you better enjoy staying in the bathroom the rest of the game. <laughs> no, I mean, no. for you now.
3: Okay, all right. A little, a little side note here, because we were watching, uh, we were watching a Seattle Green Bay game last night, and, and it was so, it was when so. He said, wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Okay. When he says "we," he doesn't mean he and I.
3: No, no, uh, no. Listen, Tom. Yes, he means no, him I, and his I girlfriend. Should. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't me, you me was you my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me, me and my girlfriend and her parents were over there at her house. Yeah. Thank you, thank you for that clarification. <laughs> thank you. Very much. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so uh, I was over at, at her house uh, last night watching, the, watching this game, this, this nail-biter down to the wire thing. And, um, and up and to the left in the living room, her dad has an authenticated, authenticatedly signed uh, Brett Favre uh, Green Bay helmet. And what does yeah. Whitney do? She has me. Because I'm obviously the tall one, 6'2", and have a long reach to the very top shelf. I take it off of the shelf, and then she proceeds to put it on. And the one thing that her dad says is, don't touch the signature. The signature is right above the G on the right side of the helmet when you're looking at it. And, when, and, and then that's whenever she, like, she, she puts the thing on, and then it's like, we're, we're in this now. You can't take it, like, you can't take it off now because this game is just way yeah. too close. So you talk about superstitions. That was one that I had a, an experience from last, <laughs> from last night. Man, that's all. Awesome. Well, superstitions are it. true.
8: In college, oh, yes. in no, college we had a guy use the bathroom, and I don't remember what the football game was, and the team scored. And we're like, you got to stay in there. And he stayed <laughs> in the whole game. And we just, you know, kept running him beers. And he <laughs> I think, I don't remember how he watched the game. We might have like lined up a mirror for him or something. But
0: um, yeah,
8: he stayed <laughs> in the whole game, and we ended up winning. So it's, it's true. It's, so it's like that's why the you always left, use the bathroom at a commercial.
3: Yeah, it, it's like the dude that left uh, at, in the first quarter um, at the Kansas City game. He was a Kansas City fan, and he, right. and, and they put it on ESPN. And he's like, he left after the first quarter it's a superstition, and he, he said it himself. He's like, this is a superstition. I, like, I, I'm leaving right now. Maybe this is a sign that, that uh, better things to come if I just leave. So I'm, I'm going to do that right now, and I'm like, Man, you spent oh, close to $200, probably, on, on that one seat, and then you just leave after the first quarter. You got that money's worth. Well, oh, he yeah, he certainly did, because they're going to the AFC Championship, but still, They're hosting it. They're hosting it, yeah, but, <laughs> but still. like and he also, he took the text <laughs> with him when he left,
2: so yeah. <laughs> man, I tell you, Clemson Tom, dude, I, I you and I, we, we continue to try to regroup and rally up and do some things, man, and it, hell, it may take me to move down to Orlando to get it done, but... You know, we of course uh, we're excited uh, to to be able to be back in the evenings. Hopefully, on your way home from work or whatever, you get a chance we can do some stuff. Because the XFL, you know, they're back. You know, you're not gonna have guys like he hate me and I think I got it and stuff like that on the back of the XFL.
3: Yeah,
2: and see, we get excitement guys like Will. (laughs) We
3: got we got our own sound effect.
2: Will Will Will, he's rolling. But uh, (laughs) we appreciate you, dude. And again, I said this (laughs) earlier. It was so cool. I got Socon John just checked in with us. Of course. uh, uh, we got another guy getting ready to come in here with us, Ben Moore, around 7.30. Uh Matt and I have met him many times. Of course, Tony Agolini jumped in. It's kind of like getting the old band back on Monday night. But our uh, night, I'd love to get you back in here with us uh, for some time. If you got time to kill and uh, what's going to be uh, history in the making tonight.
8: Yeah, man, absolutely.
2: Always, man. Hey, look, dude, thank you so much. Love you, brother. Uh, again, I always love to reminisce with you, especially when it goes back to, uh, you know, a couple of years ago in Tampa. And, uh, man, how, who who knew how big that night was going to end up being? even today, I still hear from Ricky Sapp, who lives up on Myrtle Beach. Uh, of course, uh, he'll send me messages time and, and gets in here with us when he has time because he's so big substituting the big things out Grand yeah. man. Uh But, uh, you know, he was there down at Bowers. the There were so many guys there that I thought it was quite interesting. Maybe now, the next party, Hunter Ren will be there. I know he's hanging out right now at the National Championship. Hey, yeah. So uh, enjoy your game tonight, man. Good luck. I know you and I will be back and forth on some on some texting, and, unless it gets ugly. And then at that point, I know you try to shut it down.
8: Yeah, I probably
2: will. But I probably won't. <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. you, man. Thanks
8: for sure having me
2: on. Thanks for me on.
8: Yeah, but.
2: There right, you go, ladies and gentlemen, Clemson right. Tom, the legend himself here. And for Clemson we'll say.
1: Thank you, Reed. For Tigers. <laughs> All right, so
2: there you go, guys. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll come back. We'll take some calls. Ben Moore, 24-7 sports out of uh, the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia, could be checking in with us around 730, uh, see what he's got going on on his mind as uh, we continue to roll through this Monday night matchup, national championship edition of Southern Sports Central Blog Talk Radio is the avenue and of course you can call in you can be a part all right here live on the air 323 784 9681 coaches players fans you whatever you are come on in hang out give us your thoughts your pin, and ask him who by the way was going to win the game i'll have to send him a message and get it but uh call hang out 323 784 9681 come on southern central
0: up if you with me I was raised up country, it's the only reason I survive, every breakup and every party, it's the soundtrack to my life, it runs deep in my DNA.
2: All right, everybody, welcome back. Southern Sports Central Live here on Block Talk. 30 minutes left here. We're going to get, of course, in a couple of guys and girls to hang out with us. But meanwhile, we go back to the Matt Burgers Hotlines, a good friend of mine. He's a referee on a Friday night. He hangs out on the sidelines with the Tigers and others on the ACC side of life with the referee and as well. Of course, he's our head ref of uh, Southern Sports Central. Brian, tell us in here. Uh, what's up, ref? How's life? Uh, in? Uh, I don't know if you're in uh, Greenville or are you over there at the national championship there, buddy?
9: No, baby, I stay in Greenville, man. I don't. I don't need to go all the way out there. <laughs> a little bit too much. Uh, a little too much money for my skin. So, uh huh. We'll let them go out there and handle business.
2: Now, of course, you played at Clemson, by the way. For you guys who may or may not know that uh, this young man uh, now has a son that's playing over at Limestone College, uh, doing his thing. His daughter, of course, is at Clemson as well, uh, doing her thing there for the Tigers as well. So it's a tiger family, even though you've got your 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 oldest boy there playing uh, some football at Limestone. Uh, That being said, let's talk Clemson tonight. Uh, You've seen a lot of good things coming in and around. You've watched the growth of this program. You're very close to the situation. I'm going to take you up on the offer of coming there here hopefully in a month or so, and maybe you give me a tour of the campus. I've yet to see it. I need to slide down that slide and get it on Facebook. That makes it real because it will be on the Internet. But uh, (laughs) I do want to come up and and hang out with you, man, and get a a first-class tour from a guy that's part of the – you know, guys like you are, are, are the reason the Tigers are where they are. You know, I get to what Dabo Sweeney's done, and I get what a lot of their players and coaches have done prior to, you know, you leaving the program, man. But it's guys like you, guys like you that have done things like LeVon Kirkland and, and guys like that that have built this program that we know, of course, are the Clemson Tigers, a 29-18, and who will play tonight for thirds in a row and the national championship. But you're around this program day in and day out. Uh, tell us from your thoughts, your opinions on uh, where Clemson is going into this battle tonight. I, I
9: think they're I, – honestly, I, I think they're tested. I mean, I really do. I think this is a family. I mean, that, that's that's the word that always comes back to mind. It starts at the top with Coach Swinney. There's a culture that's been developed. Others can try to imita- imitate it. Others can try to duplicate it. But you got to be authentic, and that's what Coach Swinney always is. And that goes from him to the assistants to the managers to the trainers to the players to all the support staff, anybody that touches that program. That's what they're about. Um, and, and, and they're putting each other first. I mean, I, I, I love it. I love to be around there. You're, you're enthused. You're energized every single time you walk into that place. Um, it takes me back, but it takes me back and, and, and builds upon even what we did. So it's it's an exciting time. It's it's a time obviously unheralded in in, in Clemson football history, but with uh, it what we've, we've accomplished so far and 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 what could potentially be at stake tonight and uh, and moving forward, I think. I think that's really where everyone, you know, from, from all across the college landscape has to understand this is not just a one-night game. Clemson's been doing this for <laughs> close to, what, six, eight, ten years almost, building this. And it's no way, shape, or form is it slowing down or stopping. Coach Winnie continues to say the best is yet to come. I don't think people have seen anything just yet. And if this latest recruiting class is not an indication of that, I don't know what is. Um, and I've never seen a person with more joy in their heart, uh, more happiness for, for what's happening with the players. It all starts with them. It all starts with them in the classroom. It all starts with the success they're going to have on the field. And it's equipping young men for what they will do after this program is over. And, I mean, that, that's that's just infused throughout everything that they do, from the Paul journey to everything that they do. And I could not be more proud of them. And just to absolutely be a part of it, just to, you know to do what I do is a blessing. Right. And uh, and I, like I said I can't wait for the game tonight. Win lose or draw, they've had a remarkable run, done a phenomenal job. 29 and 0 could be 30 and 0. Uh, and the, if it's 30 and 0, look out next year because uh, I don't see the, the train stopping anytime soon.
2: No doubt about it. Live right now with uh, a guy that wears many hats up there in Tigertown, up there in Clemson, South Carolina, lives in Greenville, of course. Uh, played his football days over there, of course, uh, for the Tigers uh, back today. Of course, Brian Tillerson is also a referee on Friday nights. He does some referee work on Saturdays, but he goes around the facilities day in and day out. He's part of that family, well-deservingly so. Because he stood up, he wore some pads. But if I'm not mistaken, you're not the only Tiger in the house there uh, that, that – that, that's done some big things for Clemson. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your family, because you mentioned family, and this is a family show, of course, here at Southern Sports Central, but how did you meet that bride of yours that, of course, uh, I know you've got your daughter and your son. Uh, Your daughter, I believe, is at Clemson, and I believe uh, your your son, who was a heck of a football player in high school, now gets to do his things over there in the college level. But but, but introduce that, that part of you as well that makes this Clemson journey so special to you and your household.
9: Well, Clemson, you know, and I say it's home. It's it's all about it, – it, you you go back there, and I say it every single time. You'll see a post on Facebook from me, Twitter, or anywhere else, and it's going home. Uh, it is where I met my wife. You know, I, I was standing on, standing on the field getting ready to go into a game, Look down the field. She was a cheerleader and a rally cat. I saw her doing her thing. The coach, I don't even know what he said, had to shove me onto the field to get out there and go play. Uh, I made it a mission to go meet her. Uh, Back and forth, back and forth, the relationship went, and then it stuck. And uh, 23 years later, we've been churning, burning, having a just phenomenal time. I've never met a lady who loves the game of football as much as she does. I can walk in from officiating football or officiating over at Clemson or running chains over at Clemson or anything else that I've done, and right when I walk in the game, she's sitting there watching Northwestern play Rutgers. Hey, there's a football game on. Come on, let's go watch it. She's just as excited about playing the games and watching the games and being involved with them as I am. And then that transition, right. you know, transcended down to our daughter, who was a competitive uh, cheerleader all her life, had some knee struggles and some other things like that, elected to kind of step back and become a student at Clemson, uh, actually made the team, but uh, the cheerleading team, but uh, the spots were, were not in her favor. So she became a full-time student and has loved every minute of it. I mean, honestly, Rich, you, you think about this. When I played at Clemson my freshman year, we we were the last team to win the ACC championship in 1991 before uh, Coach Wendy's run started. We did not win another bowl game until my junior year when we beat Kentucky in the Peach Bowl in that flash of a comeback when Patrick Sapp hit Terry Smith in the latter seconds of the game. We had two five and six seasons in there that people don't really know about. They don't really think about and talk about. My daughter has not had a season at Clemson where they've not won the ACC championship. Wow. She's been a witness to two of the last three national championship teams coming out of, the, uh, coming out of Clemson, South Carolina. and could be for her senior year, seeing a third.
0: Mm.
9: She doesn't want to leave. She's having nah, the I best time of her life. And so I, like, I look at that and I'm like, you know, sweetheart, if, if that would have happened for me, I wouldn't have left. But it, it we, we she is loving it and, and I think it's really enriched her life and how much she's fun how much fun she's had. And then my son, you know, unbelievable kid, um, has done far exceedingly better anything that I could have ever done. Uh Thomas plays uh linebacker for limestone. He was a two time um oh gosh, region uh he's a five A region, I think one or two um first team. Uh, All-region player at Malden. Did that two years in a row. Got up to Limestone, tore his knee out his first year. And last year was his first real season on the field. Had a very, very productive season. Got his legs up under him. Uh, I'll give you an idea. I came into Clemson 175 pounds, soaking wet. When I left Clemson, I was 250. He's coming into Limestone at 215, and 220. And he's built, all muscle. Um, yeah, so all muscle. He's, he's, a, he's a player. Uh, and I'll, t- I'll tell you one other little quick story It was funny He told me at the beginning of this year He was, he was kidding with me when he said it uh, He said, oh dad, I think I'm on a transfer I said, a transfer? what do you know talking about transfer? He said, yeah, i think my about transfer and Clemson I looked at him and I said, son I love you And he goes, oh, I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I said, well I want to make sure you understand this Clemson is recruiting and playing players On a whole other level And right. I said, you have a phenomenal program Being built at limestone, that you are an integral part of, and he said, "Dad, I wouldn't need limestone for all the tea in China." He said, "I just wanted to get your get get your get you riled up." He's done. done they've done. They've done fantastic in the school. Um, great academics. Uh, they've got tremendous academic scholarships. He's got a great um, athletic scholarship as well. Uh, Coach Brian Turk and uh, Coach Fargo up there doing a phenomenal job resurrecting that program. And uh, man, we just can't wait to see what's going to happen for him next year.
2: No doubt. Now, his number, is it number 44? Is that right?
9: Uh,
2: He actually moved
9: to number 38 this year. Um, Was he 44 at one time, He was number 44 in high school. And uh, last year, I think there was a senior or a junior that had already had 44. So he was going to move. He wanted that number and said, but the guy's on defense as well. He said, you know what? Let's go do what's best for the team and get me a number that he wants to stick with. Because, you know, when I was at Clemson, I walked on. Uh, I had Two huge injuries in my senior year in high school, so I had to walk on because uh, all my scholarships were pretty much taken. And um, so I kind of my numbers changed as I changed positions, and as scholarship athletes came in, and you know, you you just kind of kind of had to keep going. His numbers, his number is his, and will remain his until the time he graduates. And that was a big deal for him. The other thing was for him was to play. Uh, he didn't want to stand on the sideline. He didn't want to. By his time and all that, he wanted to contribute immediately, and he has. Um, had some huge, huge hits this past year, um, some really significant tackles, some really significant plays, and I just think the sky's the limit for what he's going to do.
2: No doubt about it. pretty hard, and that's what happens. You put in the work, you get the results, and, and things happen. And through many trials and tribulations comes stories, and he's one of those guys. I know he was a maverick over there at Malden. Uh, of course, uh, I've got to play against those guys. Uh, more in baseball. They always came down and played us in baseball. Never got a chance to play them in football very much, but I had a lot of respect for these guys back in the 90s when we played them on the Diamonds. Uh, that being said, uh, Brian, I greatly appreciate everything that you do for Southern Sports Central. They don't get to hear you. They don't get to see you, of course, but you and I go back and forth on many texts through questions that I'll have when it comes to being a referee or just our friendship that we've built because of this network at Southern Sports Central, and I really appreciate all that you've done and look forward to We're going to bring you in. A lot deeper into in 2020. We need that referee off because there's always something that that we have. But tonight, I did want to make you be the voice of the Tigers. You played, of course, uh, for the Clemson Tigers. You've already hit uh, there. Is just already said and, and written on the walls. Of course, your wife was it was a was a cheerleader there as well. And of course, your daughter's there, and just so much greatness happening around you. But uh, you're a good godly man, and we greatly appreciate uh, you joining us here tonight.
9: Well, brother, you guys are doing a great job. Love to hear you. Love to know that you're out there. And uh, definitely keep up the good work. If I can ever help out or contribute, you know where to find me, brother.
2: All right, real quick, man, give me a prediction. Who wins this one tonight?
9: Uh, Clemson,
2: uh, 38-35. 38-35. I like it, man. God bless. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow.
9: Brother, take care. Have a blessed day, all right?
2: There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Tolson. He played for the Tigers back in the day. Of course, his wife was a cheerleader. It was the old storyline of uh, meeting her, seeing her on the sideline, looking at him, going, what are you doing? Get in there. All right? uh, Of course, he does a lot of stuff for us off the air. There's a lot of questions that I have on penalties and different things. The South Carolina high school referee on Friday nights, he does stuff with the uh, ACC Referee Association as well. He's at a lot of practices because they do have referees during the practice in college football as well. He has invited us. Way, you're going to get to go on this. This is one of the many things you get to probably get to enjoy as much as you did on the state championship trip. You and I are going to go take a tour around the campus at Clemson, which Please. is going to be neat. I'm put it on the internet, and that'll make it real. That being <laughs> said, uh, we're going to hang out here. It's uh, I, I know it's about 7.42, he's going to join us around 7.30. I don't know whether or not he's – going to be able to do that. We'll try to get in here. with them. If not, Will, you and I will keep this thing running. But if you want to join us right now, come on in, hang out. The number to call in is 323-784-9681. We want to hear your thoughts. Now, we're not going to give you minutes and minutes, but we will give you a few seconds to get in here, tell us your and get in and get out, give us your your picks and all that. Now, you can tweet at us, at Central. of course. and ask that question on Twitter. Let's see if we can get some movement on that as well. Uh, but But we do appreciate everything. This is Monday Night Matchup. It is the... Championship show here at Southern Sports Central. LSU coming in with the best team they've ever had in LSU history. That's my thoughts. Those are my opinions. I do think that Clemson is going to provide a heck of a battle here tonight. They're going against a 29-0 and record that they're bringing in here to, the, of course, uh, New Orleans. And what you're going to see is, uh, I, I think, a huge matchup. And, and we've talked about the X's and the O's and the Jimmy's and the Joe's, but now's the time. Quit talking about it. Let's be about it. Let's get on the field and see what happens because you can only do this with so much, and that is talk about all the excitement of who wins, who loses. And, again, my biggest question getting into this game tonight is the factor that you have to look at it. Is Clemson going to allow a team like LSU into the red zone? Because I don't think they can see Ohio State. And I don't mean this by any disrespect to the Tigers, but I think LSU is, is without a doubt a, a heck of a lot better team than Ohio is. Maybe not by leaps and bounds, but definitely a better team. But I also think Ohio State lost the game as much as Clemson won the game. They left 12 points on the board. Now guess what? That's called football four quarters. That's why you play four quarters. That's why you play the game. The best team wins at the end, and I think that's why Clemson did win the game. I do think they were the best team on that football field. They make the best out of their situations. Done with that conversation, I'm looking tonight to see if T. Higgins can do what he needs to do. Of course, I believe he's number five on the charts, as they say, number one in many hearts. What can he do to open up that game on the ground? Because he is that receiver. He is that go-to receiver. Now, here's what happens. Because he is a go-to receiver, that's going to open up two or three other receivers on the other side of the field, possibly with single-man coverage. You heard it earlier where, of course, uh, we had in here our beat writer on the ground there in, in, in of course, uh, New Orleans. Watching the game from his his own eye, he'll be there on the location for Southern Sports Central. And Matt Sims said that they know they're going to pick on their younger guy in the secondary. But trust and believe me, as much as we hear Clemson's got great recruiting, and oh, by the way, they have always had great recruiting. This is nothing new. They just finally went and got great coaches, to coach, the great players. I don't think that was the match when they had the Tommy West. I don't think that was the, the likes when they had Bowden there. I think Bowden was a great coach. I just don't think he had the right nucleus of players our coaches, excuse me, to coach those great players. They've always had top 10 recruiting classes. I'm never surprised to see Clemson in the top five recruiting because they've always done great recruiting. Yeah. Getting you on campus is guaranteed
3: you to stay there. Yeah, and something else, too, is that how great that they have retained uh, their players well. Uh, for, for both programs, not not only just for Clemson, but for LSU as well. A lot of the players are, like, commit. they have been committed to LSU from day one. They only— that, that is not original LSU. That's going to be on that on that field is Joe Burr with him transferring from Iowa State. He's really the only one that is not true, uh, not true blood LSU um, uh, bred recruiting. Whereas you know Clemson, but, but, but both of these programs ha- have built a lot of their system in their town from, from the ground up, and and that's really uh, that's really and truly all because. That they have, uh, they they've just done a great job uh, of getting the kids on campus, like you said. And once you're there, you're there. Right. Like for and for the most part, it, because it's it's brotherhood it's a, it is a, um, you know, it's that image that you that I, I I would just guess that a that a high school recruit would uh, have in their minds of of what what the trip is going to look like, and any anxieties or fears that they that they would have uh, are are just Right. Because of the fact that it, it was just made so comfortable, I I can speak on this uh, from Clemson because I I know some people um, some people that are very close to uh, the organization uh, standpoint and how the structure like how the structure goes and how they do the the recruiting uh, as well as the, uh, the all the visits and everything for the high school recruits that they, they do they do such a, a thorough um, they, they do such a thorough job of all, of all these references but it, but it's also um but but it's also disciplined and not not only is it, it it's a balance of everything that you need in in football from the high school transitioning in, into a college athlete and, and what they've been able to do it's not it's not perfect no no system is is perfect but it is uh it is such great uh they, they take such great care and they and they try to do the best that they can for for these athletes that's why um that's why they're they're one of the top programs now and being able to retain players um right also not foregoing their senior year a lot of their players are gonna stay and play for their senior year uh and, and just like um and just like our buddy up there said you know that that his daughter is a student at Clemson but she she does not know um a time when Clemson has not won a a um, you know, championship, and and this may even be you know even winning and not even losing well, national least, championships. At
2: least she knows what it's like to lose a national championship. She doesn't know what it's like not to go to a national championship.
3: That's that's, that's, that's
2: different. Okay. yeah, that's 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 there now. To me, and when they started saying that on the air with us just moments ago, of course, Brian uh, has done a lot of things for Sports Central. He is our head referee on call. Anytime we have a call, we're curious. Uh, you know, I always reach out to him. That being said, uh, you know. He – when he said that, it started reminding me and made me think that's a lot like Dutch Fork. Can you imagine going to high school for four years ago and winning a state championship? Could you imagine? All four, imagine? Years? All four years. They won it. They didn't just get oh, there. Yeah, they, won. No, they, they, won they won it. They won it, and they are very good coming into next year.
3: And, they, and they're con, they're consistent in being undefeated in all those aspects as well. But right? they're good at everything they so they're do. They're at it everything that they it's do. it's very
2: contagious. Oh, yes. You see, and I'll say this, congratulations to the Clemson faithful over the weekend. You finally did it. I think you went 0-59, and you finally broke the streak of beating North Carolina at North Carolina on Saturday night. And, again, round of applause to you and your fans. I could care less how good wants to say they are or they're not. That's not your problem because it wasn't your problem. when They were really good, and it's not your problem when they're really bad. But the problem that is no longer is that now you don't have the longest streak of losing to that team on the road and so forth. So, congratulations. It's a big win uh, for the late Gamecocks. They're the number one team in the country. That was released today as well. So, a lot of things are happening around that we don't want to – miss out on and I believe it was North Dakota State by the way that won uh the division two, the FBS championship on um on Saturday where yeah, they, they,
3: they, they just they, keep racking up rings, man. Since two thousand eleven they've won. Two thousand eleven. They've, they've won they won seven. They won
2: seven well, yeah. since two thousand eleven and they've been there. And of course they beat James Madison. It was number one versus number two. It was in Dallas. So it, it seems like everybody but the Cowboys can win championships in Dallas. But they do have their man now. We'll see what they can do. Yeah. Uh, there in Dallas as well. But uh again a, a great game coming up here tonight. Uh, we're excited uh, to continue to do our six to eight. It seems, as you can tell, about 10, about
3: ten minutes away.
2: Yeah. As yeah. you can tell, though, that we are already uh, having some success with the six to eight deal. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fire, we're firing
3: on all cylinders, man. And, and we're, little, uh, we're and all fantastic. awake. right? Yeah. We're all awake here. We're all, we're, we're all awake. It, it's, a, it's a great day. And uh, for, those that have, for those that have joined us, either you're just joining us now or have been uh, so for the entire show. Uh, thank you so much, because, you know, I, I'll be honest with you there. Uh, there's probably some better programming in ESPN, there's but not. we, but yeah, but we believe so much in ourselves and, and in the fact there's, that this is what there's, there's not. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you're in your Blasphemy. I know exactly. Blasphemy. I know, and that's what I wanted you to do is yeah. correct me on yeah, that. Yeah, I got Because I knew exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyways, oh, like, like it, it's awesome. It's awesome, awesome for it's awesome for you listeners uh, lis- listening to us here uh, for two hours leading up to the national championship, uh, and, and I'm sure you have your on mute and the and the radio on right now but um, you know the, it's the talk right now that tonight is only the beginning and, and a lot of people are, are going to start be, are going to be not finished debating uh one of the greatest quarterback uh, battles in college football right now that we, that we are set up to see and we don't know if we're going to one's going to flop or, or what but the hope is that that's going to be a great game right. Right. we are bound to Debate Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence for the next several years. Yeah, to come.
2: so After tonight, it's over. It's done. I mean, here's the thing Joe Burrow goes number one in the draft. Unfortunately, he's going to go to the Cincinnati Bengals. Hopefully, he'll have some of those very own and Joe's graduate there, uh, A.J. Green, to throw to. But other than that, I mean, it's a done deal. L.A. is going to win an international title now. This year. They don't win it this year. They're just, the right, yeah. It's kind of the eye on the key. Uh, a couple coming in. Rich uh, Ward here over on Jackson predicting a Clemson win, 45-35. Lester Beyer, a good friend of mine, who uh, uh, he's got, he's one of the dudes I've ever met. He's like to uh, 35 The Tigers will win that game. Yep.
3: Yeah. All right, <laughs> Bryce Coon. Bryce Coon. He he uh he replied to the tweet we sent out. By the way, we sent a tweet about maybe 10 minutes ago, and it says, "Sound off. Who wins the national championship tonight? Let us." Know. Uh, in the comments below and, and Bryce Coon, he replies with a, a gif of, of Joe Burrow, uh, tearing open the, uh, tearing his jersey, um, and, uh, revealing like a Superman pose there, but, right. uh, that obviously means that he believes in LSU, he believes in, uh, Burrow, in Burrow they trust, in Burrow, down, they trust. down in, uh, in the New Orleans, um, uh, country where that that's only what a 45 minute drive from Baton Rouge. That's yeah, right. what they said. And
2: they and they say it's a 50 50 deal on the tickets there. I'm not sure that's going to happen. I, I do think it's going to be a 75 25 deal, and it's going to be hard. It it, it will be. What or maybe a
3: 70 30 at at best. Right. But uh now, Kenneth
2: Walker coming in. Clemson 37, LSU 35. So there are some more scores kind of coming in here. Sandy Dalton says the Tigers win for sure. Uh, there's a lot <laughs> of uh, you know <laughs> a lot of entertainment here uh as though you know uh we're, we're going to try to uh keep it going here if you want to uh, time in at us we're on facebook at Southern sports central we're also on twitter at So Sports central uh but yeah tonight finally action is going to finally hit it's finally going to be the big night we're finally going to get all the bells and whistles and it's going to be done it's time tomorrow we'll be recapping it we'll be finishing up our second show of our 6 8 p.m show here on southern sports central and uh talking about the game that was and i hope i hope do i ever hope that this game is going to go down to one of the instant classics that uh espn can play over and over and over they're going to play it over and over anyway yeah but at least i I tell you
3: what i tell you what would be better but not better for for us fans that uh um that are like actual fans that are wanting one of these tigers to win is the fact that if this goes into overtime man oh man does that like because there are a lot of people that are thinking you know both of these teams are, are outmatched you know and and we Away from the end of the season, and that next season, uh, uh, yeah, eight more months or something. But then somebody throws in, well, what if it goes into overtime? Then, uh, then it's extended into next year already. And you know, we're not worthy of this tweet. But speaking of tweets, I do want to throw this out there. I, I, I'm a stickler for, uh, for like just these crazy stats that somewhere, uh, Clemson is 12 in their history while they uh when they play games on monday and lsu is uh is an even nine games uh nine wins, and nine wins. uh clemson and lsu game 2012 peach bowl on a monday in which clemson erased a 24 to 13 deficit uh with 10 minutes left to play and they won on a 30 on a 37 yard field goal as time expired and the tigers is they've met three times and all of them were one-score games. Back in 2012, that was the that was the Peach Bowl, 25-24. Right. 1996 in the Peach Bowl again, it was 10 and 7 LSU. Right. And then the earliest that we met was 1959, and, and it was a, a touchdown uh, and a field goal uh, for uh, for LSU, seven to nothing. So LSU, obviously, they hold uh, they hold the all-time record against uh, the Clemson Tigers. But you know, nonetheless, it, all all of this, all of these. Numbers Side because the, the, these numbers here they don't really tell you much of anything. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a stat of oh well how many how many games have they won in a dome how many how many games have they won uh, when they're trailing uh, when they're trailing by three and a half points at halftime or, or like uh, it's not really against the spread or anything where you can uh, predict in this way. It's just a cool stat to look at. But you know all of that aside, this is going to be like you said Richie an instant classic and I and I fe- I feel it deep down. I, and I I want to, I, like, I want to have, uh, this is going to be, what, one of those moments of uh, when, ask somebody else in, in five years, where were you uh, when the Tigers won the the national championship? Right, right. Now, and, I, and it's easy to say that, because there there are two Tigers that are playing in this. And, well, I, and either that's been way, the running joke for the past two weeks, and it's getting it's just getting beat to death right now. <laughs>
2: no, and, and, and it is it is kind of a one of those things that we'll be tired of hearing about, the Tigers and the rag, and and this, that, and the other, but... It is something that has to come to hand. It's finally going to get here. You're finally going to get these two teams that are – Southern Cal and the Gamecocks taking on each other. Finally, you're going to find out who, at least for 300-some-odd days, are going to get to be the real Tiger, going to have the real death Val, um, you know, as we start to look at it. And we can look at all the um, things kind of going into um, – this game and, and to be honest with you I, and I've seen a lot of uh, I, I've seen a lot of things when it comes to stats and it comes to numbers and it comes to all the things that that, that we looked at when these guys played in, in I believe it was in Atlanta at the Chick-fil-A ball years ago or wherever it was that's irrelevant to me Joe Burrow has never been on that field when these two teams played you've never seen this quarterback Trevor Lawrence on this field when these two teams played it's a different year era it's a different deal all the way around. And that's why tonight I'm going to go ahead and, and let's go ahead and give our own predictions here uh, tonight. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I would, I would not be surprised to see Clemson win this game. Will, but I, I just don't know whether or not that second can hold up to the pressure of going after three or four receivers, play after play after play. And you're not even talking about this running back. They have this kid is a baller, man. This kid is going to probably give them a little bit uh, things to be determined to contain if you will but as they start to throw this thing around a little bit more it's going to open up some opportunity to run the ball Joe Burrow is not one of those guys that runs it a lot I don't think but I do know that this will open up him as well I'm going to go LSU on this one and I'm pretty sure I already know where you're going with this and I'm going to think that this game is going to be a 35-24 football game for LSU
3: Ooh, um, yeah I mean you already know where, where my heart is set and where I'm going to go but it's really going to come down to the game plan and again we've we've talked about this all the the past two weeks and especially this week leading up to uh leading up to tonight and the thing for me is you know the it was the question if they can contain joe burrow and really uh, like force him to make bad passes which which is very hard to do like 99 out of 100 times he does not make a bad pass and if he does then it just happens to be an interception, and then the defense comes to get a stop. It's very rare that that happens. But if they're able to contain him, and the defense to stay on the, their receivers, uh, um, on their receiver, their designated receivers, right, to hold on to them, that way that they don't get a receiver out in open coverage, and Joe Burrow, who is uh, on the run extending the play, is able to throw it to the guy who's wide open, 15 yards away from any other Clemson Tiger that's out there in the field, Right, that's going to be the key. That's going to be the major key in this uh, in this whole factor of the game. No doubt. I have Clemson. It's going to be a close one, right? Uh, and I can see it being a, a high scoring. I'm, I'm seeing it in the 30s, but uh, I, I think maybe 30, 33 to 30, in favor of Clemson. 33, 30. Clemson. 33, 30.
2: Yeah. All right, there you go, guys. Uh, so I've got, of course, uh, Tony's got Clemson 38, 31. Matt Sims just checked in 28, 24. LSU. Ben Moore yet to check in. We'll get you his pick as well. Clemson time has Clemson. I, of course, is going to go 35-24 LSU. Will just got it 33-30 Clemson. And Brian Tullison 38-35 Clemson. And on all of us, we do want to thank SoCon, John, Clemson, Tom. Of course, uh, Brian Tillerson joined us. And without doubt, Matt Sims. And this has been it for Southern Sports Central. Good luck to the Tigers tonight. We're a win-win away, as uh, we'll know tonight. Who is the real national championship? We'll be back live tomorrow night, 6 o'clock sharp, right here on Southern Sports Central. God bless. Take care. Be safe. Be smart. And Uber your way home from wherever you may be if that's the call, guys. Make sure you make the right call, and we'll see you tomorrow
5: night.